Good evening, my name is Richard. This is over and over and over again. This is the Arsenal Review and... Ten games, and we're still there. We're still at the top. It's quite good, isn't it? Um, it's going to be a, a busy show tonight. We're always going to look back on yesterday's um, fantastic, fun win at Leeds. Um, we're also going to look at the Europa League. Obviously, we had a game last Thursday. We've got a game coming this week as well. And, of course, we are uh, got another tough Premier League game at the weekend as well, away at Southampton. So, we've got a lot to get through. So, let's get started. Gabriel Martinelli. It's now with Granit Xhaka. Is it going to be the third goal? It is the third goal. Granit Xhaka with it. That seals it. Um, the intro went a bit funny. Anyway, we are here. It is the Arsenal Review and we have got, of course, uh, some usual regular faces and one maybe not quite so familiar, although he has been on the channel before. First of all, Steve, good to see you again. Are you well this week? I'm, I'm man down a little bit at the moment, so my apologies in advance if I'm coughing and spluttering, but don't worry, I've got plenty of wine to just bring that little um, edge off the tickly cough, mate. Really have. Well, I'm sure I'm sure the wine will get you through the uh, the evening without too many problems, as usual. Uh, and Neil, as well, of course, with your Champions Elect um, badge there, which looks very nice indeed. How are you feeling this week? Feeling like a champion, Richard. How are you feeling? Well, I'm feeling like I'm top of the league. Actually, that's quite quite a nice feeling, isn't it? Um, once again, another week of being top of the league. Good. Well, it's going to be an even another week even longer, hopefully, as well. Um, and coming back, um, first time this season, actually, Michael. Good to see you, my friend. Are you okay? Hi there, thanks for the invite. I'm good, thanks. Uh, uh, obviously happy with the way things are going and uh, thanks for inviting me on and uh, finally actually being on there. The kids are asleep, so um, I'm all yours for the for the evening. It's great to, great to see you again and uh, say a lot of um, a lot of good stuff and maybe some not quite so good stuff to get through, but we will um, talk about all the stuff that's going on. So we'll start off, obviously, there's only one place we can really begin, isn't it? And that was a, um, a rather long or felt very long 90 minutes yesterday at Ellen Road. Pretty much everything happened in that game that, um, you know, that you could wish for, really. The, the delay at the start for 40 minutes while the, the power cut was going on and VAR wasn't working and goal line technology wasn't working. The players went off and came back on again. And um, if that wasn't enough fun on its own, then the game started. And then that was when the real fun happened. <laughs> I mean, I, I still, even now, I've, I've watched, uh, you know, obviously I've watched the game live. I've watched highlights back. I've watched several incidents again. I still don't know how we won that game, actually. It's probably the, you know, I've, I've watched Arsenal, what, 40-odd years now, and I don't think I can remember a game that we were so lucky to win um, than that one. But maybe when things are going your way, as it did with Leicester all those years ago, when things are going your way, they go your way, don't they? And maybe that's what happened yesterday a little bit, because that wasn't, it was a performance full of errors. It was a performance full of all the bad things about Arsenal that we thought we'd got rid of last season, but we still managed to win the game. So actually, none of that is that important at this moment. It's a little bit worrying maybe for the future, but we'll talk about that. I mean, Steve, what did you make of all that? Because it was 
a strange game, wasn't it? Because under normal circumstances, if Leeds had won that 4-1, we could have thought, well, actually, they probably deserved that and we couldn't really yeah. complain. But ultimately, so, we've come out of a 1-0 win. <laughs> so, so, look, mate. So, bottom line is, the idiot that didn't charge the batteries in the ref's headset, first off, he should be shot and fired. Uh, I've never come across anything. So, just from, yeah. a, actually, from an officiating perspective, um, what a bunch of idiots. Honestly, what a bunch of idiots. Like, I could have told you... I knew it. My friend was sitting next to me. He turned around and said, they haven't charged the batteries on his headset. Guarantee it. And sure enough, that was what the problem is. As for the game, as for the game, the officiating was awful. Yeah, Drink. Absolutely was. terrible officiating. Um, as for the team, I don't really care, mate. We got three points. In 100 years' time, it will still be we got three points. Did we play well? No. Did we look knackered? Absolutely. Have we got what, a world-class goalkeeper? Hundred percent, mate. 100%. That one, the 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 man apple shot, right, full on in the man apples. Yeah. I'm telling you, it would take. He's a bigger man than I, because I'd just be crying for my mummy if that was me. I'd just be crying for my mummy on that. Um, I think defensively we played um, really well, to be honest with you. And they're talking about um, they're talking about uh, Marsh's. Um, uh, you know, two players on Saka and two players on Martinelli, and we got the wing. You know, that our wingers were, were out of the game, but there was loads of spaces. It looked to me when I looked at our midfield, um, it just looked tired. Everybody absolutely looked looked tired. Yeah. And you look at the Badog Link game. You've had the North London derby beating Liverpool, who oh my god against Man City, what a game! You know, when you look at that, I think it, it, it's a culmination of 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 where we are. Do I think it's the worst game I've ever seen Arsenal play? Not at all. I've seen us play worse, you know, and normally get beaten. So we, exactly. <laughs> we deserve the win. I think Sky deserved to respect us for being top of the league and showing some other nonsense that wasn't on there and not actually playing us and showing our game that we all had to go to other methods to actually watch the game. So all in all, yes, it wasn't a stellar classic performance going to go down in the annals of history. Did we win? Absolutely. Beautiful go by Saka. Did they try and did they try what everybody has tried all the way through? And I've said this all the way through the season, but in five in midfield, trying to stop it, doubling up on everybody else. Absolutely. A load of space and Saka smashes an absolute worldie in the back of the net. Do we have a brilliant goalie? Yes. Was Bamford um, missing that penalty funny? I was on my I was couldn't stop laughing. But what it did, the, the, the one thing on a serious note is our defence played exceptionally well. And I know Gabrielle, and I'm sure you're going to talk about that. Um, but the one thing I would say, it, it does show to our, to me that in January we need to go out and buy a big unit of a, of a striker. And we talked about this. We need a big unit of a striker. Uh, Jesus was kind of non-existent, actually. Eddie did well. Um, but, but you know, ultimately, mate, I don't really care. We come away from a really hard place to, to play. It's always a pain in the backside for us. Goalkeeper got it in a canasters and still kept going, and um, they missed the penalty. The, the gods were looking down on us, mate, and that's why we're top of the league today. And Man City lost. And what could be wrong with that? Come on. I mean, exactly. And I, I do feel as though, and I was thinking this yesterday quite a lot when the game was going on, actually, especially with some of the VAR decisions and whatnot. That um, you know, when when you're doing well, when you're winning games, for some reason things seem to go your way a lot more often than when you're not winning games. And maybe that's we we we've got that we're on that run at the minute, aren't we? Uh, yeah. We're winning games, we're winning games, and 
even though we're not playing particularly well the last two games in particular, we've not been that great, but we've managed to scrape out a 1-0 victory, which is very similar to the old days that we all remember when 1-0 victories to Arsenal not playing well were quite commonplace and won us quite a few trophies, um, which is which is encouraging. But ultimately as well, it, it's that performance yesterday did worry me a little bit. I mean, I, I know Neil thinks we're going to win the league and I know Neil won't be bothered that we didn't play particularly well again. But um, it's now, to me, it's you know two games a week now. We've got Europa League we've got the Premier League games all the way up to the World Cup and then God knows what's going to happen after the World Cup. So um, the squad's going to be really tested now. And the signs for the last two games, as Steve rightly said, we look tired, but Arteta doesn't seem to trust the squad enough, does he? He keeps picking the same players. You know, even for that Europa League game, he played quite a strong team, actually, didn't he? Saka played and, you know, um, yeah. a lot of the top players, if you like, the first team players played in that game when maybe they could have done with a rest and that may have helped us uh, yesterday. I mean, Neil, what, what what do you make of that thing? Do you think that Arteta's not making the best use of the squad? And that's why maybe we are looking tired at this moment in time. Um, I was surprised uh, when we fielded a fairly strong team uh, in the Europe, Europe, Europa Games. But mm. then I thought, hang on a second, it's imperative that we come top because if we come top, we miss a whole round. Again, this is something yeah. I didn't know of until you guys, I think, told me uh, while we were on the pod, actually, last time. So mm. I think maybe his thinking is we need to get those, we need to secure the points in this Europa League to make sure that we uh, get that top place. And then if there's still a game left or a couple of games left, then he can maybe relax and, and play the, the you know, the more, you know, extend out to the squad a little bit more and fill those uh, more more of the fringe players. So I kind of mitigated that kind of surprise in my sense, uh, thinking that way, that that could be the reason. Having said that, um, yeah, I agree uh, that they do look tired and they do look a little bit, uh, heavy on their heels and on their feet. And, and yeah, it is a bit of a worry. But the way I see it is there's not many uh, great teams that have come come along in the past, uh, Rich, that haven't had a bad one or two games and mm. oh, still yeah. come out on top. You know, the, we, this, is, this is too expected. Uh, Leeds, Leeds, Bodo and Leeds, actually, um, if it wasn't for their poor finishing, you know, they they, they might have won couple of those games that they could have done um but we but we've got we've got the rub of the green um and for so long we haven't had that we just haven't there's been many times where we have dominated games and come out with no points yeah. so it's our, it's our turn now you know it's our turn and this does happen in cycles you'll see it with all the great teams that they, they have cycles of it look at liverpool now they're not the liverpool that we've known in the last few years city lost to liverpool yesterday but yet we beat them you know we, we've got to look at the whole picture and think we've got to hit that 10 game marker we're playing as well as we possibly can be we're probably surprised even i'm surprised i didn't think we'd have nine out of ten wins i thought we'd be doing okay after that after yeah. what i saw in the pre-season fan friendlies but i never thought we'd have nine out of ten wins i mean it's just incredible and and to be fair we deserved a, at least a draw against the man united game it's just a couple of silly different diff, you know lapses of concentration that led to them scoring those two goals I'm not worried, Rich. I really am not. I know you you think I'm overly positive, but I'm just. I, I can only say what I see, and what I see at the moment is a, a, a team which is full of confidence. Um, they've got that winning momentum. They've got that winning uh, attitude, if you like. And yes, we are going to get tired. It was going to happen at some point. 
Leeds away is not easy. Bodo away was never going to be easy. They got an artificial pitch. Yeah, yeah. Most of those players, it was, if not all of them, probably never even played on a surface like that before. Yet we still went away and won. We still mm. got the result. You know, we went to Leeds, which is always going to be an oppressive ground. Yes, I did predict that mad 5-1, but I only said that, I did say as a little disclaimer, <laughs> if, we, if, we, if we start if we start off fast and get a couple of quick goals then I think we'll run away with it other than that I think it will be a tough game and it, and it proved to be so and look I'll mm. give cre credit where credit's due Leeds were magnificent especially in the yeah. second half they, they were yeah. brilliant they were yeah. brilliant but they didn't have the finishing product and let, let's just say one thing about that penalty miss I know there's other instances and I'm sure the others want to have their say but let me say something about the penalty miss the penalty miss was justified because actually the move leading up to the penalty was offside it was clearly offside and no one picked up on it so for me I'm glad they missed it because actually it, the move shouldn't have even the penalty shouldn't have arisen in the first place so there's many talking points in that game I'm just glad we got got away with the, got away with uh, came away, sorry, from the Ellen Road with the three points, still top of the league, and I think, I think we'll be okay. I think he's still going. He's going to field another strong team on Thursday, hundred percent. Fiercely as strong, number yeah. one. I'm sure he'll want to try and get twelve points. And if we get twelve points, I can see us finishing top by relaxing in the last two games. So I think he will. But you know, this is what it's all about. If you want to compete on four fronts, and if you want to be successful. Yep. Forget the tiredness, get that out of your mindset and come away positive and think, yeah, we've had a, we've had a hard couple of games. It weren't going to be easy, but now we're going to be back. We're back at home and we will do the business. Well, yes, I mean, um, it's I mean, you, you can't really argue with anything that you've really said there because that's what's been going on. It just it does worry me slightly that um, we seem to be relying on the same players game after game. And I don't think that's sustainable over a long season if we want to be successful. You know, we've had opportunities to rest players and it hasn't really been taken. Uh, and what worried me yesterday, um, again, and I don't like to... I don't like these thoughts when they come into my head, but unfortunately, my eyes see things and, you know, my brain kind of reacts to them. And the one thing yesterday that I didn't like was the fact that Leeds made a big change at halftime, brought on Patrick Bamford, he, you know, he scored within 20 seconds, which luckily got disallowed. And we didn't do anything to counteract that difference in the way that Leeds played. And that actually was why we had a lot of problems in the second half, I think, because we didn't adapt to the change that Leeds made. And Arteta's done that quite a lot in previous games before. He hasn't adapted. It's like, we're going to play our, our one way. He, he brought Rob Holding on with about five minutes to go, which he's done that before as well when winning 1-0. It's like, if you want to shore up the defence, shore up the defence after 10 minutes of the second half when we were getting overrun and Leeds were looking likely to score a goal at any moment. But he kept it the same as it was. Tommy Asu was having a poor game and, you know, Gabriel had a mistake in him, as we've seen. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. It, a lot of things worried me yesterday, but ultimately we've won the game. So I'm not going to don't want to dwell too much on them because we won and that's the most important thing. But, you know, I, I want to try and look at it on a, a on a long-term basis because it's a long season. And the last couple of games have started to put a little bit of worries in me in terms of that's not sustainable. You can't play like that for very long and get away with it. We got away with it twice in a week. And we did speak last week, didn't we, that the last, the three games previous to that, we'd had less possession and still won the games. Obviously, I'm assuming that the last two games were the same because I'm pretty sure Leeds had a lot more possession than those yesterday. And I'm pretty sure Bono did in the week as well. So that'd be five games in a row now. We've had less possession 
and managed to win the game. But can we continue to do that? I mean, Michael, what did you make of all that yesterday? Because, you know, it was such an emotional game. I mean, you know, I was tired watching it. So God knows how the players felt because it was quite a stressful, uh, well, sort of two and a half hours it seemed to go on for because of the delay and stuff like that. I mean, what did you make of it all? Because there was so much going on, wasn't there? You're on mute. I think you're on mute. Can't hear you. Oh, that's it. We can hear you now. <laughs> oh, no, we can't again. Is your microphone gone? We can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Oh, we yeah. can hear you now. Yeah. 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 I don't know what happened there. Sorry about that. No, um, no problem. I, I, I agree with everything that Steve, yourself, and Neil said. You know, it's a combination of things. Um, one, I, 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 he's got to trust his uh, squad more. Um, some of the lineups he's done in the Europa League and everything. You know, he, he needs to have a bit more faith in mm. the, the, the guys that he's got out, especially um, the first game against Zurich when we were winning and he you've got to let these guys get it over the well, line. And he didn't. Yeah. He, he, re he reacted. He put on all these uh, three main players. And he's done that sort of every game since. You've yeah. got to take into account... Photo, didn't he did at home as well. He did it against Yeah, photo. he did, yeah. yeah. So you've got to take into, to, 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 into the account the last three games, the effort, that it, well, the last four games that the effort that's come out of it obviously the North London derby you know what that's taken out of them you follow that up with another game in Europe and then you've got um Liverpool you know that and also the fact that I, I don't know I think did we did we uh leave Norway on Friday morning and did we come back come back again then we had to go back up, up to Leeds yeah and then you yeah, and then, so you're, stopping, right, yeah. you're stopping and starting stopping and starting then you go to Leeds you get warmed up you get ready for a game you stop and start again because they they can't Charge your batteries up, then you then you go in. You you have a if we an if we um, first half performance where there were some good bits and not. Then you go into half time. You have another break and then you go out again. You just can't switch it on. It's almost like turning the car over. After a while, if you keep stopping and starting it, it's just gonna not gonna do what it's supposed to do. And I think they you know they just obviously Arteta as well. He just didn't didn't react in the second half, which was which was a bit no. of a worry. Whether that was positionally because. For me, that the front three and Odegaard just they just fell off a cliff that second half. Every time the ball went up to them, they weren't holding it. And what that did, it just put our defense under loads and loads of pressure. And it was literally, you know, backs against the wall stuff. And we all know what happens with that. You you get away with some bits, you 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 know, you, you something deflects off you, you know, you, you you give away a penalty or whatever it is. If you keep getting that pressure put on you, you know, so um it was a combination of things, but obviously, yes, obviously delighted that we've won. But you can't keep like like the other lot up the road, you know, your luck will run out eventually. You can't keep going having games like this and then you know think you're gonna get away with it. Eventually something's gonna happen, it can be pretty big, and you hope it doesn't it's not too much of an impact, you know, on the on the mental side. Um but yeah, he he but the thing is he's gonna play strong again on Thursday, isn't he? So of course yes. he, is. of course you know, he is. might be in the same boat again. Yeah, I mean this this is a problem at the minute. I mean, I, I was kind of uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was looking at the fixtures coming up and I was kind of thinking that, you know, it, it's a tough run of games, some, you know, big Premier League games, obviously the North London Derby, you said Liverpool, we knew Leeds away would be tough. The, the Europa League games, which, you know, were going to be difficult against Bodo because we didn't know too much about them and the PSV. So I always felt that this was going to be a, a big, crucial part of the season. And this is where the squad depth is so important, isn't it? Because, you know, we need to... Players need need to have a rest. They do. And he's he's tried to do it a little, hasn't he? Jack has played in a couple of Europa League games, missed one, and Saka's missed one or a couple and played in one. And he's kind of trying to give everybody a little rest. But 
it's not to me that's not the, the best use of the squad that we've got you know and yes it's difficult because we need to win the Europa League group we know the advantage of that and we're top of the Premier League and we don't want to be dropping silly points there either so it's a tough one isn't it and maybe this is where the, the squad depth that maybe we didn't strengthen enough last January um, we didn't maybe bring enough players in in the summer I know you can't keep buying players but we do seem the depth of the squad doesn't seem enough for what we hope is going to be a, a, a a title challenge, but possibly a good run in Europe and obviously the domestic cups as well coming up. So I don't know. It, that, that's what worries me. But ultimately, we're in a far better position, as Neil rightly said. We're in a far better position than any of us would have imagined back in August. Sure. Um, and we're not going to play well in every game. We're going to we're going to have spells where we don't play well. And it seems like we're maybe heading into one now. Um, it used to always be November, didn't it? it was our month when everything fell apart. And maybe this season it's going to be October and we have a bad, bad spell. But if we keep winning on our bad spell, then let's let's not be too worried about it. It's just that when we don't start, when we stop winning and see how, how we respond. I mean, James has made a, a point in the chat. You could see James. He says, seven hours prep we had compared to Leeds seven days. Well, yeah, but I'm sure um, they would have been preparing for Leeds before that, wouldn't they? Tactically, I would imagine. I mean, Arteta's not just going to wait until we played Bodo and then think, well, okay, now we've got Leeds, we'll have to sort out that. I'm sure they'd have been working on stuff for Leeds as well because they had to have done because, you know, you can't not do it, can you? Um, John says, Adrian Johnny says, when does the League Cup and FA Cup games kick in? Well, the League Cup's going to be, we've got one in November, haven't we? The next round against Brighton and then the FA Cup will kick in in January after the World Cup. And then obviously, if we're still in the League Cup, we'll be playing that as well. Then the Europa League knockouts, if we're in that, it's just going to be, you know, plus all the Premier League games to fit in that's that's left still. Um, it is going to be chaotic, isn't it, after the World Cup, I would say. Um, but ultimately, um, we, we can't do anything about that. Arteta needs, John says, Arteta needs three or four more players for defence, midfield and forwards. I agree. Yeah, I do think we need, we do need to strengthen in January if we're going to sustain yeah. where we are at this moment in time. Um, but, you know, <laughs> will we do it we didn't we didn't do it last january did we um terry says there um he's uh, in rochester just to walk around checking everything's working uh boring really but plenty of coffee and food from the uh, from the uh cake. Well, that's right as long as they keep you fed and that that's what you need to worry about yeah where's your cake mate that's what i want to know if they got yeah. cake for you terry it's really important mate John John made a good point here. He says, let's remember Leeds beat Chelsea 3-0. They did, um, and they could easily beat another 3-0, but they didn't. Um, Chelsea did have a few issues at that particular point. But no, you're right. They did beat Chelsea 3 They hadn't lost at home all season, actually. They hadn't lost at home for a while. So, you know, it was it was a great result. There's no getting away from that. It was a brilliant result for us. And it just wasn't a great performance, was it? And we were very, very fortunate on a number of occasions. And our goalkeeper came to our rescue, which is what he's there for ultimately isn't it um i did want to talk about um one player who's maybe causing me um heart problems at the moment and that is of course gabriel at the back he's playing okay but he's making very silly mistakes virtually game by game now when he plays he made another one on uh, on sunday yesterday and got away with it in the end he almost had a red card and a penalty but um he seems to be doing these things on a regular basis now he's giving away goals every single week or making mistakes that are leading to goals. I'm a little bit concerned about that. I mean, is it time, do you think, Steve, for maybe a change in the back four? Maybe put Ben White in there um, and maybe put Tommy Asu back at right back in his more natural position? Or would you stick with Gabriel a bit longer and see if he can get through this little spell he's having? Listen, listen, right. Let's 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 have a let's have a little a reality check here, right? You've got Ben White at right back. Right, you've got Tommy Ashu at left. When we've got someone like Kieran Tierney, swap them, swap them into their proper places. But mm. Tommy Ashu as a right back is that the, the guy is a machine and he's absolutely there. Just what we needed for Leeds. 
like that 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 uh, that that punch, that hard drive into into that area. Um, I can't remember who the um, oh god, this their guy that the winger that they had was absolutely brilliant. It was really really good. Tons of pace. Um, yeah. And we should have had Tierney on the left. End of story, right? End of story. We should have gone in there, brutal. End of story because that 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 kid is world class. You know, Tierney is world class for me. Um, and unfortunately, if if there's not a place for Ben White with Gabriel and um, you know Saliba, and and again, you know, we should be looking at the mis put the mistake that Saliba made is not his fault. You know, it's not. It's the kids. I can't believe that he's like ten games into it. You know, in the Premiership, yeah. and, and we're, we're they're already talking about Haaland versus it. So so getting Tommy Ashu on the wrong side, playing trying to play Ben White because we paid all that money from. I don't really care. I, I, I don't really care. Going to your point, the Gabriel point, like you look at him, let's go back to the, you know, we talk about the other team, the Charlton Athletic of um, North London, uh, when they turned up at ours, um, you know, he was really nervous. Like you could see the, the the nerves that are in there, you could see the tackles that are going on. But if you look at the stats for Gabriel, and you look at the way he's actually playing, you look at what's going, you look at the Jordan Henderson moment, what he did to him and what he said to him and the way he handled that. And yes, and, and by the way, everybody that's been going on about at me, I've had I've had torrent of abuse going on about it was a penalty. It came off his chest and onto his arm. Go read the rules, yeah? Go read the rules and get over yourself, right? So for me, that kid has to stay in place. Yes, he's going to make a mistake, but it's not a Mustafi-type mistake, right? You know, yeah, we're going to have problems, but... And I think Sean, who's on tonight, it's one thing Sean says is your goalkeeper. He says good goalkeepers will win you more points than they'll lose. They'll lose from mistakes. And Gabriel's in that same point. He's going to save us more points than he's going to lose us. So, so for me, we've got to stick with him because him and um, him and um, Saliba, absolutely, probably one of the best partnerships in the Premiership. Um, we've got to have Tommy Ashwin on, on the right, not on the left. Yeah, and, yeah. and I'm sorry. And maybe the fatigue is coming in as part of that. We've got to rotate, potentially rotate Ben White in and out of there because he's yeah, he's absolutely been brilliant. But he was exposed. It's, I've been saying this all along, and you know, in the chat, Rich, we've been talking about it. That ball mm. over the top, the space that goes in, because you know, you look at Ben White, he's, he's naturally going to drift back into the central position, the same as Zinchenko as well. So Zinchenko yeah. does the same thing as he jumps into the midfield and leaves a big hole behind that Jacka has to fill. Ben White does exactly the same at right back, and he's, he was caught out. He was caught out yesterday. Um, and uh, you know, and, and Tommy Ashu needs to be there. That's his natural position. The guy's really, really good. We just need to figure out how we're going to rotate Ben White in and out because there is plenty of football coming up. There's plenty mm. of time. But we've got to keep Gabriel. Oh, I'm sorry, we can't do that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not necessarily saying he, he's playing badly because I don't think he is. He's just making mistakes on a very, very regular basis. And if, is it nerves that, that kick in? I'm not really sure. Or, or is it just because of his lack of experience overall? Because he's still a very young player, isn't he? You know, he, he's only, what, top, 23, was, 24, isn't he? Was, he? So. It was top, I think he was top-scoring um, central um, defender in the whole of Premier League uh, last, last season. Last, he was. Yeah, but ultimately, though, his job's to defend, not really to score goals. That's a bonus, isn't it? That's okay. not his job, is it? Really? Oh, I don't a, no, I mean, I'm, I'm glad he scored all the goals. But what I'm saying is, it, it's a bonus. If, if he scores no goals, but he's the best defender in the league, I'm quite happy. But, uh, um, and if he scores five goals, but he gives away ten at the other end because making silly mistakes, and I'm not play, happy. Play more games, play more games than any um, Arsenal player. I think it was last season as well. Yeah, I think uh, he did. Is, is, that, is that maybe what it is? Is it a little bit of fatigue coming in? Then is that maybe what it might is? Be. Also, the other one he's got Saliba on his shoulder, and everybody's comparing him to Saliba as well. So there might be a little bit of that going on. But look, he's 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 world class. He's a brilliant player. He's been racially abused by an England player as well, which is disgusting. 
Um, allegedly, we should say. Allegedly, whatever. You know, listen, you don't get four Brazilians. You don't get four Brazilians going round him and backing him up from the No, no I'm not saying it didn't happen, but we don't actually, there's no proof that it did yet. We can't you know, make those wild um, accusations about England football. Yeah, well, sorry, my apologies. Yeah, alleg allegedly. allegedly. Although, yeah, you, you get a gang of Brazilians starting on you because uh, you said something. But look, the kid's under a lot of pressure at this moment in time. He's a world-class mm. player, no doubt about it. He's got to play. We've got to stick with him. You know, we and, and you can see it. You can just see it from our goalkeeper. What he does, how 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 comfortable he feels with it, right? You know how comfortable he feels with having and having. You know, and again, you have got to take it out of the Ramsdale as well because he, he was a blind. Yeah. He, oh, he was brilliant. He yeah. was absolutely brilliant. Do you see the video? The abuse he was getting from the Leeds fans. Did no, you see he, he always gets stick at Leeds, doesn't he? Because oh, you know. And he was just soaking it up. It was as if it was just kind of driving him and everything else. So, yeah. so mate, as a unit, look, Tommy Ashu, um, you know, Saliba, Gabriel, Tierney, Zinchenko, um, Ben White, mate, we, you know, we've got we've got to rotate those guys in and out. Absolutely. I get what you're saying. Mm. It might be a bit tough, but we've got to have our faith in we've got to have our faith in that back four. We've got to play our players in the right positions. End of story. Yeah, in the right positions, one hundred percent. Yeah, that, but, that's but, that's what but, I need to do. You know, I love him to bits. I think he's absolutely brilliant. And let's not forget, and I think it's been mentioned in the um, chat here, we've still got Emil Smith-Rowe to come back. We've still got Mo, Mo uh, Elneny to come back as well. We still need that, <laughs> we still need that strike and we still need a party cover as well. I mean, how are you laugh? Yeah. But listen, if we're doing well, a no, I mean, uh, I think that, you know, the, 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 if we're in a situation where we need Mohamed Elneny to come back, then I'm slightly concerned. I've got to be Rotation. I'm talking about Rich. Smith-Rowe coming in rotation. is going to be a massive bonus. Rotation. It's rotation. Yeah, in the Europa League and the FA Cup and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm sure we, you know, Nenny will come in really, really useful. But yeah. I, you know, if he's got to play a lot of Premier League games, then to me that just goes to show that we haven't got the squad depth that we need for to challenge for the top trophies. Um, we, James made a good point there. He says he's never going to drop Gabriel. He loves a left-footed centre back. We don't have another one in the squad unless Gabriel is injured. He'll play, and that's kind of the problem, though, isn't it? Because every player shouldn't be undroppable. No player should be undroppable. If you, for whatever reason, every player should should be their play should be under threat from somebody else, or just because if they're not playing well, they should be able to be left out. And you know, we, we can cope with that. I think Saliba could play on the left side of the two with Ben White on the right if necessary. I don't think that'd be a major problem. I'm sure Saliba could do that role. Yes, it's, it's it is nice balance, isn't it? A right foot and a left footed centre back. It gives you more balance when you're attacking and stuff sure. like that. But, yeah. Um, but ultimately, we've got players who can Rob Holdings come in and, and play there, isn't he? And and you know, so you know. We've got, I know we don't want Robaldi to play too many games, although he did all right yesterday when he came on. Um, but yeah, that is an issue. You're right, actually. You know, and he is the only left footed centre back we've got. Maybe in January, that's an issue we need to look at buy another left footed centre back so we can rotate that that a little bit more without it interrupting the, the team. Uh, James says there again, since the inclusion of Saliba, we've been playing a high line this year. Yeah, higher, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Gabriel struggled with it. However, he was our best. He was the best defender for us yesterday. Yeah, he, he probably was our best defender yesterday. I'm not going to disagree with that. But ultimately, right at the very end of the game, he made uh, almost a, an error that could have been costly, that could have cost us the win. So, and he's done that in a few games recently. That's the other thing we've got to think about. John says there, stick with Gabriel. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure if we should at the minute. I, I wouldn't be too disappointed if he had a rest. I'm not saying he's he's bad, but we just maybe need to give him a rest at this moment in time. Loki agrees with what Steve said. Play the players in the right positions. Yeah, I think that's um, obviously what we should be doing. Uh, Sean says, I'll be more concerned about Ramsdale with back passes with his feet. Um, 
Then Gabriel, Gabriel makes a lever a better player being alongside him. It might make Gabriel appear worse than he is possibly. Yeah, I mean, is that as well? I mean, I do think that, uh, that he's obviously helped the lever settle in so quickly without a shadow of a doubt he has. Uh, and, you know, I just feel as though maybe just the last few performances have been worrying, really. Uh, Loki says at the other end of the pitch, Martinelli gets better week by week. He does. He didn't have a great game yesterday, did he, I suppose? But none of the forward players did, did they? They didn't get the opportunity to, really. That's that's the problem yesterday. They didn't get in the game, did they? None of them. Um, but, yeah, he's had a great season, Martinelli. I mean, Neil, I don't suppose you would be looking at changing Gabriel at this moment in time. Would you, do you think he needs to maybe play through this little spell he's having where he, he, he's playing pretty well overall, but these mistakes are starting to get to the point now where I'm thinking it's going to cost us sooner or later. It hasn't done so far. The way I see it, if, if this is our bad patch, I mean, I'd take it all day long. I mean, as I said earlier, every team goes through a bad patch. Every player goes, players, top players go through bad patches. But they yeah. actually end up actually a lot worse off than we are as an individual and as a team. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to take this all day. I mean, if we, I'll, I'll do a James here and, and look at some of his stats. 90% passing accuracy, eight duels won, three tackles. I mean, yeah, all right. He, he'd had, he had a couple of mistakes yesterday, but then the whole team wasn't playing well. Um, no. I think, was it was it Michael or Steve said earlier? I, I, sorry, forgive me if I've got, got it, which one it was. But because we weren't doing what we were doing at the front of the uh, front end of the pitch. It was putting so yeah. much pressure on the back. Hmm. And you can't, you can't sometimes mistakes from that are going to happen. But then again, we, we seem to be dismissing how well Leeds were playing. I don't think um, Saliba and Gabriel have been tested the way they were, not even against Tottenham and Liverpool, who were kind no. of, you know, letting us come onto them a lot in those, in those games. Whereas Leeds were really going for it. And I think I think uh, the, the two the two lads were fully tested, but they had that added pressure because of of what was happening, you know, in front of them. But yeah, all right. I think I obviously I had my heart in my mouth. I mean, I, again, I, I didn't have the stream, but I was listening to it on the um, the Arsenal website. You know, you can listen to the audio, mm. and I thought, God, is he giving away a penalty? And then when I saw it on Match of the Day. <laughs> He did lash out, and that was wrong of him to do that. I'm not suggesting for a minute that I'm going to defend that. He he, he shouldn't have done it. Um, and okay, maybe he, we were a bit lucky for him to get away with that. But there is no doubt in my mind that Bamford pushed him onto the floor. So, you know, again, you, we can say that we'll be lucky to get away with the penalty. Well, it, really, from that point of view, it wasn't a penalty because it was Bamford that actually floored him initially, and he just reacted to that. So, it was the right decision in my mind. At the end of the day, I think I think. Your worries and concerns are well justified, all of you, all three of you. I, I really do, because I, I'm not being silly. I'm trying to be realistic. And we do need to strengthen still. We haven't finished. This isn't the complete picture yet. No. We, no. We, we were all hoping we would get a couple of players in the summer. It didn't happen, or a couple more players in the summer. Mm. That, uh, that isn't forgetting that we have signed well up to that point. We haven't, we've made some significantly good signings, of course. Mm. Otherwise, we wouldn't be where we are now. And yeah. I do believe, I know January normally is quite a bland and bleak time uh, as far as shopping is concerned, but I think this, this, this window will be different. I think, I, think, I think Arteta knows, especially the way we've started, yeah. he's probably himself thinking, do you know what, we might have a chance here at the title. So if that's the case, I am going to have to buy. I'm going to have to pull all the stops. He, he, can, he can have a break at the World Cup because he's not actively involved in it. And he can take that time to start doing some research on some players that we might be able to get hold of. And I and I think I won't be surprised if we get two key players in in January. I really do believe that. Um, so that might solve our problems for for next year. So we've only got a few more games to go. 
Yeah, and yeah. I think if I, I've looked at the fixture list, and I'm sorry, they're all winnable, all of them. So if we if we if we can do 90% of that up to the World Cup, I don't have any concerns at the moment. But I totally respect and understand where you guys are coming from as well. But no, Gabriel, I think I think I think we need to keep with him because I don't think that's gonna do his mentality any good if we just suddenly, you know, stop him playing. Now I I'm, I'm a little bit of a hypocrite here. Just I'll quickly, one more thing I'll say, because I've always been saying for quite some time, Saka needs a break. And I've said, mm. it, I've said it over and over again. Saka needs a break. And now look at him. <laughs> He's gone back to last season and this couple, maybe the season, a little bit of the season before, where it was, we, the whole team was relying on Saka and Emil Smith-Rowe. And mm. it's almost like now we're again, he's, he's, the, he's the star boy. So what happened to the rest? He didn't need it. So maybe... Gabriel will come through this little patch and he might come back stronger than ever. If anything, I thought actually yesterday, for the first time, Saliba was the weaker of the two and it was Gabriel that was holding him up. So He, he was in that game yesterday, yeah. he was, yeah. I thought yeah. he was the weaker of the two. Yeah. But... So, you know, if one day one player is slightly weaker, but the other one is there to support and vice versa. I remember Vieira and Petit used to work very much like that. If Vieira made a mistake, Petit would be there to mop up and vice versa. Mm. You know, if these two can work that way and have that great relationship, just just let them continue if they're fit and able to do so. Just let them continue. And as I said, there's only a few more games left before the World Cup break. So I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Is that called being a team? Is that called play, uh, to playing as a team? That's what team players do, don't they? Cover for each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah. But we're I mean, doing it, Steve. We're doing it. We are doing yeah, it. No, we, 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 we are. We're doing it. It's like a team teamwork going on here, Rich, coming straight on. That's what we're No, doing. exactly. No, it is. I mean, it's interesting that you talk about the World Cup because what happens is when the World Cup's in the summer, what tends to happen is after the World Cup, a lot of players that played in the World Cup then are transferred from one club to another because, you know, they, they catch the manager's eye and this, that and the other, or their contracts are coming up. And maybe having a World Cup in the winter this this time is going to maybe see a busier January window than perhaps we would normally have got because of the World Cup just finished, potentially. So, yeah, maybe we will sign. And I, I do think you're right about the fact that now suddenly the season's gone a lot better than any of us kind of hoped it would, that suddenly now it's like, if we don't strengthen in January, it's going to be a massively missed opportunity. Because not necessarily to win the league or whatever, maybe whatever we do, we, we can or we can't, but... If we want to compete for the rest of the season in all the competitions that we're in, we do need more players in January. And hopefully this good start as is going to force that almost on them. Like you said, we can't turn around and say, well, actually, we're not going to buy anybody. We'll wait till the summer. No, let's do it now while we're doing well and reinforcing what we've got. And I agree, that could be what happens. We'll have to see. But that would be my thinking, definitely, especially with the way uh, the squad is definitely short at this moment in time in certain positions, as, as we've said. Um I mean, Michael, would you be looking to sort of change too much in these games coming up between now and, and the World Cup? There is a lot of games to fit in in a fairly short space of time. It's what, a month or so, isn't it, that we've got to go just over a month? And we've got, you know, uh, three Europa League games. Is it five, four or five Premier League games as well, all to, yeah. to squeeze in? Um, a lot of games. Do you think we need to rotate the squad a little bit more than we have done? Or would you stick with what we've been doing, keeping the same 11 roughly in the Premier League and, you know, rotating four or five in the Europa League? Or would you sort of try and do more rotation and give some of these squad players more minutes on the pitch? Because they need them, don't they, clearly? I think he's, he has to go strong on Thursday. Um, that that ha He has to go as strong as possible on Thursday. Then once that's out of the way, and if we get the positive result, as Neil was saying, with the games that we've got, up until the uh, Chelsea game on is it the sixth of November? Yeah, um, he can then you know respectfully ro rotate and mm. get certain people in, give them some minutes, give people the blower and, and everything. Um, yeah, it, it, for me, it's, you know, it's all about Thursday. Get that one out of the way. Get that one sorted. Play yeah. your strongest team. 
get the win by hook or by crook. You know, if we if we're lucky again, fine. Just just you know get, <laughs> get the three points, and then after that, we're in a he's in a position when you know we've got um, PSV obviously again away after that. But we're in a position, in a strong, a really strong position, and then he can play strong again away in away from home in that one again, and then again just rotate and uh, give people a, a blow. I mean, you know. As, as as we've mentioned before, Leeds are you know an absolute horrible, horrible side to play against. Yeah. You know we you know it's easy to forget that, but um, we, you know, we used to say when we played Leeds, it was just pain. You know you just watched it; it was a horrible game to watch. This is one bit when and we all know as Arsenal fans, you know watching games against Leeds were horrible on a different sense. You know in the late nineties where they used to just kick the you know the, the, the crap out of us. Mm. Um, you all remember what happened, um, you know, with Nelson Vivas at the far post. You know, always horrible game, but this is horrible in the sense that they just keep running. They're probably the fittest team in the league. Yes. Um, yeah. And all this stuff about, oh, you know, it's all right. They can't keep it up. They, they'll they'll tail off after this. That's not that's not the case anymore in the Premier League. No. All these guys are middle distance runners. So you know, they they were just going to keep going and keep going. Um, so yeah, the fact that we 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 stuck in there, we've got to take that as as credit. But I'll, I'll, there was a stat last year where it said when you played against Leeds, the amount of errors that teams made, you know, unforced errors made against Leeds were, were higher against Leeds than any other team in the, in the league. I don't know, I've read it somewhere, and it was, and that's what they're about. They they they're in your face. So you know mm. you they they lack that quality at the top end. They did the same against Palace last week, where they were in yeah. control. And they, they couldn't finish. So, so they're a horrible team to play against. So we've got to sort of just take what we can. And um, But no, on, on your on your uh, question, Rich, definitely um, we have to rotate. He's got to trust the, he's got to trust the, uh, the, yeah. the squad. You know, it's his squad. He has to trust it. You know, there's no one else. Uh, he built it with Edu. You know, so if he's not playing these guys, then he can't blame anybody else when it comes to February, March, and we maybe got one or two injuries, and then he's turning around. Maybe people are, you know, or a former whatever, or injured. You know, he has to trust the players that he's brought in. You know, and, and mm-hmm. we know they're good enough. We've got a really strong squad. You know, that back four, we can play any one of that back four. Maybe yeah. the, you know, I think uh, Steve said at the top, um, or and yourself, Rich, at the top said uh, we've we've lacked the possession numbers have gone down quite considerably yeah. last couple of games. I think that's since Zinchenko's been out the side, uh, possibly. I don't yeah, know, maybe someone's going to correct me in the chat, but I think yeah. Zinchenko, since Zinchenko's come out the side, we've, we've we've dropped on that possession and that and that domination of of the ball. Yeah. We've maybe done it in yeah. spell, but in, in total of a, of a whole game like we had, had done, we haven't really done that. So that's the only worry that we haven't got him there to, to do that, to, to dominate teams and overpower them with the quality. But... That back four, the players that we've got, the 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 numbers that we've got, they're all good enough. Maybe holding is 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 the one that's maybe you drop the level a little bit, but he's got to trust him. He's got to rotate. He has to. I mean, you're saying about obviously going strong on Thursday, and yes, that's going to be a difficult game. They're a good side, PSV. They're probably the next strongest team in the group, and we saw how good Bodo were. And PSV are going to more likely be better than them. Plus, as well, it's Ruud van Nistelrooy's their manager, and we we want to get one over him, don't we? Of course. So, um, but which which game's bigger? Is is the is the PSV game bigger or the Southampton game away? Because that's a t- difficult game, and we will look at that in a bit more detail as well. But that's a difficult game. 
traditionally for Arsenal away at Southampton as well. We lost there last season, of course, that don't forget. So, um, you know, if we're going to rotate and rest, what who, who do we, which game do we prioritise for the rotation and the resting? Is it the PSV game or is it Southampton? I mean, to me, we need to play a strong team in both games, really. Um, but they're looking tired. It's, it's it, This is getting to that point in the season now where these things are suddenly starting to become things that we need to think about. And Well, not we don't need to think about, but certainly the management need to think about it. Uh, we can think about it as well, but ultimately what we think doesn't matter too much because we don't pick the team. But, I mean, which which game would you would you look to, to rotate more in there, Michael? Would it be the PSV game or the Southampton game? Uh, it would be... Uh, I would say the Southampton game, but, uh, you know, rotation is... Could be one or two players. It could be, it could be three. Um... I, I would, I would, yeah, I would rotate more in the in the uh, Southampton game definitely. You know, they seem to have our number as well. They're one of those funny teams, aren't they? Um, yeah, they could, they could be on a shocking run. They, they were on a shocking run last year, weren't they? They hadn't won in yeah. how many games, and then they turned us over. Yeah, I don't know how we lost that game because we had we had so many opportunities in that one as well. So just one of those funny teams. But no, I would definitely rotate more in the Southampton game. But that could literally mean. Take it out, just two players, and just freshening it up and and do that rather than a whole. He's not going to yeah. do five or six. He's not going to do that. So it's just going to be one or two. Who would you take out? Who would you take out, Michael? Um, possibly, possibly, Jesus, I think. Um, and um, who else? Who else is there? There is probably one of the full, one of the one of the fullbacks is probably Tierney coming in or. Mm. Um, ben White coming out and then putting Tomiyasu across the other side, like you said earlier, and you know, so possibly, possibly something like that. But it will obviously depend on the fitness and what happens on the on the game on Thursday. Who you know, what the fitness levels are like. But um, uh, Jesus looks at me, you know, he he was really off yesterday um, and done a couple of little bits, but that miss was. Is bad. he carrying an injury? Do you think? Because it was doubts he was even going to play at one point. So it may yeah, be not. Maybe that might have explained yesterday. Yeah, just wondering if it's that or if it's if it's just the, the battering he got last Sunday still, if he's still getting over that. Um but yeah, I'll probably if, if it was a was a just probably those two changes, possibly something like that. Um give um Eddie a, a, a run, you know. He, you know, he's Southampton are not that good, are they really? You know, and he should be able to cause a bit of havoc up there with his runs, Eddie, you know, against them. Did he not come into the side against Southampton last season and didn't do much in that yeah. game against Southampton? Because got injured the game before. Yeah, but then the season before, wasn't it? He he came in and he scored a really scrappy goal when he um chased the ball down or something like that, didn't he? When it was when it was COVID, when there was yeah, no... he did that. That was yeah, that was I think that was a season. That was a COVID season, wasn't it? Yeah, that was COVID. Season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, actually, yeah you, know, you know, I, we'll see. I'd be looking at Odegaard. I think Odegaard looks tired. Yeah, yeah, only guy as well. Yeah, yeah, Vieira could do with some more game time anyway because he's he's doing whatever time he plays. So I wouldn't have a problem with Vieira coming in and doing a job. Yeah. Manquios as well. I'd like to see him play a bit more in the Premier League. You know, give him some more minutes. I mean, we've got these players that look. Yes, they're not the finished article yet. They're still young players, but we've got players that are sitting on the bench that can come in and do that rotation job. I think they can do it in the Premier League. And it, and if you're not going to trust them away at Southampton. Then you're not you're certainly not going to trust them against Man City or against Liverpool or against you know them other teams or Manchester United, are you? So this is the opportunity to get them in the team, isn't it? For me in the Premier League, but yes, I mean there's um, Sean said there Southampton is bigger. I kind of think Southampton is bigger, and, and James agrees there. He says Sunday's a priority. Um, got to stay at top of the uh, table. Um, yeah, I mean I kind of think that Southampton is more important at this moment in time. Definitely, it's a more important game out of the two, but. We know the Europa League, if we win the group, 
it's a massive advantage as well. So it's it's a tough one, isn't it? It really is. And I'm kind of thinking that I want us to play all the way every game, but I don't know if it's possible with a squad. You won't, you won't be saying you won't be saying that when we finish second and we draw Juventus or Barcelona in the uh, in the in the playoff round. I will batter we... Barcelona. I will batter them. We will. I'm telling you now, right? Take this now. We get Barcelona. You're over it. We will absolutely bury them. We will bury them. It's not the Neymar, you know, Messi show like that we had all them yeah. years back at the Emirates, right? You know, I was there and I, I witnessed that absolute. And we still beat them, Steve. Yeah, we will. We will batter them. We'll batter the, this team. Listen, there's two. There's two competitions that's really important to me, right? <laughs> top four for us. Well, we've got to get top four, and, and I think that's within our reach. That's going to happen. All right, and everybody needs to. Just calm it down a little bit. We we're going to win and we're going to batter Man City and Haaland, who's Haaland. You just said we're going to batter Barcelona. Yeah, we are the rubbish. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at the stats. There was some stats that came out um, of the managers that have ever ever um, taken over Barcelona. Um, I think it's Xavi or whatever his name is. He's, he's got more um, losses. He's like a 50% win rate at this moment. I got absolutely battered in El Clasico um, by, by, uh, by Real Madrid. So, so mate, we're like, listen, right? They may as well go and play in a Scottish league because that's how rubbish they are. Um, that's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's two, there's two really, really important um, things for us: top four and Europa League. Right? They are the absolute most important. And I love the FA Cup and not so much the Carabao. Um, but the, 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 the oh, come on, no one wants the Carabao Cup. Come on, seriously, that's a Tottenham thing. Um, but those are the two most important. The, the important ones, because if we win the Europa League, we're, we're in, we're guaranteed champo, right? Mm-hmm. If we get top four, we're guaranteed champo. That's it, right? Mm-hmm. And and if we win both, hopefully we could probably nick a spot and, you know, Tottenham won't, won't get anywhere near it again and they'll cry with Conte and all that nonsense. So, look, they, they are the most important. They are the focus. They are absolutely every single thing that we must go for as a team. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you're absolutely right. Marquinhos needs to come in. Vieira needs to come in. The, the, the whole piece. But, but ultimately, right, you know, Thursday night, that is an absolute must win. That's an absolute must win because we're, we're going to get ourselves two free games where we don't have to pay our, our top guys. Uh, Sunday comes, we've got to batter them. We've got to absolutely batter um, Southampton and show them why we deserve respect for being at top league. We're not at the top of the league for no reason at all. It's not because we're a bit rubbish or or fluky things that have gone in. And yes, we had a really bad go on Sunday, but those are the two most important parts mm, to Arsenal yeah. and to win those. Right, the rest yeah. of it, honestly, the Cowbell Cup couldn't care couldn't care less couldn't care less about that. And that's horrible. FA Cup, I love I love the the, the whole part that goes with it. But if we, we we get knocked out early, great, we get knocked out early. But the Europa League. And absolutely top Yeah, four. but you see, Steve, that the, the issue is with all that, and I kind of agree with you. I think the, the Europa League and the and the Premier League are the two most important competitions about a shadow of a doubt. But you know, if we if we sacrifice the Carabao Cup and then as we've done the last couple of years, sacrifice the FA Cup, if we then get knocked out of the Europa League before we get to the final, and if we drop down four. out of the top four, then you know, at least we'd have had at least we'd have had the FA Cup or the Carabao Cup to fall back on. <laughs> and I know you can't win everything. We're not we haven't got the squad to we're not Liverpool from last season. We can't compete for every single trophy. We can't. We're not, Rich, we haven't got the depth. We haven't. You, you, Rich, your most Rich, your most important game is your next game. That yeah, is true. I just wonder if it is. Unless it's a Carabao no, Cup game, no. maybe that's yeah, not quite no. important. <laughs> not interested. Leave it for Tottenham. Leave that one for Tottenham. We have got to, listen, 
Like we we've got to. We've no, got let's to... not leave it for Tottenham. Don't let Tottenham win it. Steve, Tottenham don't even win that. What are you talking about? Well, yeah, they don't. Have I know, that's what I'm saying. Leave it for Tottenham because it'll be great for us on the podcast. So it'll just give us like weeks and weeks. I need to take Tottridge there. I just need it. I need I need that to happen, right? But look, yeah, no, the, bottom, that, yeah. the bottom line is the bottom line is right. We have got a very very good team. We're absolutely right, and 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 everybody on here has turned around and said the same thing. Playing <laughs> players in the right place. Come on, Mikel. Yeah, that's that yeah. is a fundamental. Like, we've got Tommy Ashu. World class. We yeah. There was a conversation like the conversation that we had with the Tottenham fan a few weeks ago, going eh, it's world class, and you know you can yeah yeah that was good that. That. Yeah. Um, that. yeah, and then we then we wipe the floor with them. We've got a world class team. We've got world class players. We've got like let's say the likes of Marquinhos that's sitting there. We've got Sambi Laconga. Sambi Laconga having a go at um, Martinez. Have you seen that? Came out. No. Came out. Absolutely. Um, go, going mental um, at the Belgian coach. Um, because he wanted to, um, he, he wants to play. He desperately wants to play. Hasn't said anything to Arteta about sort of playing sec, uh, second fiddle or whatever. Has gone mental at the Belgian coach, actually putting himself in a position where he won't be in a World Cup, like the way he's actually talking about uh, Roberto Martinez, actually coming out and saying it. So, so the, you know, we, we've got some amazing players in our team that we shouldn't be scared to actually blood. We shouldn't be able to, no. you know, and, 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 you know, you've had the likes of um, Odegaard, who has been a revelation? Not interested. Who's the Who's the Leicester bloke? We, they, everyone keeps going on about. Um, um, Madison. Madison. Madison Odegaard. Oh my God! Don't even go there, that idiot. Like, don't even go there. It's like it's like you know. Oh, it, it's not. It's such talking trees. Like Odegaard has been absolutely amazing. He's our captain. You got Xhaka, who's also our captain. Like, and and you know, it, he's kind of come back to. We've got these amazing players that are in our team. We should, and, and we seem to be as Arsenal fans scared to actually turn around and say. Anything that even turns around and says, do you know what? We've got a good team. Yeah, we're going to get top four. Hey, we could win the Euro Europa League. Like, why is it? Why is it with that? You've got all the punditry, not even a respect to show us on Sky. Not even a respect to us. We're top of the league, for God's sake, when nobody else uh, over us wanted. So, so before I get off my rant, right, I absolutely agree with everything we say. But the two most important to us has got to be Europa League. has got to be top four, right? And, and yeah, yeah, that's, that's where we are. So we play our strongest team. We, we absolutely go for it. And if we get an injury, do you know what? I'm comfortable with Vieira coming in. I'm comfortable with Marquinhos coming in and doing a job. And Sambi and all the others that, that go in there. And, and and what we should be doing is when we go down there on Sunday, we should absolutely annihilate them. Don't No respect, no nothing. We should, when we go down to Southampton, to St. Mary's, right? I know you know that's that's five minutes from where I live. So mm. so just go in and absolutely annihilate them. Show no respect because, you know what? We've, we haven't shown any of these clubs respect from the beginning of the season. Not one bit of respect from any of our own players. And I love it. That's what I love about them. That's what I absolutely love about this team. It's no longer, we're not the nice guys that can get booted around. No respect. Get in there, absolutely no respect, and just run them ragged. That's what we've got to do. We, we, did get, we did get booted around a bit yesterday by Leeds, to be fair. But yeah, we generally haven't as much as normal. That's that's true. Um, James says there, the league is a priority. Um, this club has to get used to finishing as high as possible again after two eighth place and a fifth place finish. I agree with that. Yeah, the Europa League is a bonus. The league is a measuring stick. It is. And I kind of, um, I think maybe we all took for granted a little bit, didn't we? Finishing top four, top four every single season. You know, that's where we were. We were top four, top four, top four. And now we're not in it. It almost feels like we need to get there now. That's got to be what the aim's got to be. And yes, I kind of agree with that. And I do think the league is the priority. Of course it is, because that's how you that's how you judge a team, isn't it? The best team wins the league, the second best team comes second and all that all the way down. So yeah, I do feel the league is a priority for us. And we haven't finished as high up the league in the last few years as we should be for a club of our stature. So yeah, I, I do agree with that, James. But for me, 
we've only ever won two European trophies ever in our history, and that's not enough. It's nowhere near enough. You know, when you look at the European trophies that some a lot smaller clubs than us have got, do you know what I mean? And we have only got two. And it's not it's nowhere near enough. And I, I would love to see us win another European trophy. And this season, I believe we've got a great chance in that Europa League. I really do. Because the, the, the quality of the teams in it isn't as strong as maybe it's been in some previous seasons, I don't think. And I think we love, we've got a great chance. We have. And I would love us to win a European trophy. That would just be amazing to see that again. 1994 was the last time. I mean, that's... Far too long, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's far too long. So we need to put that right. And I would love to see that. But yeah, ultimately, we need to finish as high league as we can. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, John says that Southampton could be a minefield because they're scrappers. Yeah, you're right. And we haven't got a great record on their ground over the years. It's not It's not been one of our happiest places to go, is it? Um, but ultimately, um, we need to we need to get results this time. John says they play the reserves in the Carabao Cup. Premier League is priority. I'd like... Um, and I'd like an FA Cup. Yeah, I mean, the FA Cup's been our trophy, hasn't it, over the years? We, you know, we've won it the most times, and it's the one that we kind of seem to always pull out the bag, don't we, I suppose, more than anything else. But I think now, I think our priorities need to just shift slightly. The, the top four has got to be, that's got to happen this season, it's got to, and a, a European trophy for me would be just amazing because it's been far, far too long and we need one and I want to win that one because it'll be great. Um, why don't we have a quick look then at Thursday night then and the return to the Emirates of an old friend of ours. Of course, we all love Van Nistelrooy, don't we? What a fantastic um, fellow he is. And what a fantastic player he was for Manchester United all those times. And, you know, we'll never forget that game at Old Trafford, will we? It is very similar to what happened yesterday with Gabriel and uh, and Bamford, actually, wasn't it? I suppose it brought back memories of that. I mean, Van Nistelrooy is now coming back to the Emirates. I'm sure he's going to get a great reception from the fans, of course. I'm sure he will. Um, and let's hope that um, he goes away with uh, the right result that we want for him as, uh, you know, we didn't maybe beat him enough when he played for Man United, unfortunately. And I'll never forgive him scoring that penalty when they ended a 49-game run. Why couldn't he miss that one as well? Do you know what I mean? It's all he had to do is miss that one as well. And then we would have, you know, we, we'd still be unbeaten now. 550 games later, we'd still be unbeaten if he hadn't scored that penalty. So we need to make sure that we get revenge for that and we, we put them to one side on Thursday. Now, um... James did put his, his team selection in for this game. This is what James will go with on Thursday, right? Which isn't a bad side. Turner, Tommy Asu, holding Gabriel Tierney, Jacka Laconga, Vieira Saka, Martinelli and Enketia. That's the team that James would go with, which is a fairly strong team. A few changes. Um, I, I think maybe Manquios I'd like to see playing and maybe instead of Martinelli perhaps. What would you do for that game, Neil? Would you be looking at a team similar to James's? Or, you know, PSV are a good side. And they did. Someone said they'd won six one at the weekend in their domestic league. They're, they're, they're a good team. What would what sort of team would you want to put out on Thursday? To obviously we need to get the result as well. But bearing in mind we've got Southampton on Sunday. No, no. I said it earlier. I think we need. We, we, he will. He, it's not about what I want. I think Arteta is going to put a strong team out because PSV are, are tough. We mm, want to yeah. get bragging rights over that lovely friend of ours. That uh, I hope. <laughs> I hope Keon's in. Keon's in the stadium and he can. Uh, just go and shake his hand, you know, one more time, just to just to just to make sure that he knows that they're good friends, and uh, I'd, I'd love to see that. Um, I just think Arteta is going to put a strong side out. I think, yeah, James has probably got got pretty much in a nutshell. I'm with you though, uh, Rich. I would also like to see Marco. You know, so I think there's something very very special yeah. about him. Yeah. Uh, the snippets I've seen of him, I think he's going to be a wonderful player, very much like Vieira. Um, I will even go as far as say that Vieira could even become. 
I, I love Odegaard to bits, but I think Vera's got a finishing product as well. I think Odegaard tends to shy away from he triggering does, yeah. when, he's, he when he's in front of goal. I yeah. don't know why he does it, because he's got a good shot. And that's the bit it doesn't make any sense. Why is he still looking for that extra touch? Why is he looking for that extra pass? Just bloody mm. shoot. Sorry to swear. Just just, just shoot. Just pull the yeah, trigger. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think Vera won't do that. I think Vera's got pretty much everything that Odegaard has got. And I think he'll become... I think I think he'll just have that finishing product on him. As we've seen, he's, he's scored one wonderful goal already. Um, and He's got two uh, goals already. Uh, oh, two. Well, there you go. So he's got two. So there you go. I mean, the, in the short space of time that he's played, all the... The, the limited number of minutes. Well, Odegaard's got, got Odegaard's got three. He plays nearly every game. Vieira's already yeah. played, and he's got two. So that go. kind of shows, doesn't it? He's going to That's probably right. score more goals than Odegaard if he played as many minutes. Possible, after yeah. So you know, I'd like to see Vieira. I'd like to see Marquinhos. I think I think you guys are spot on about that. I think I think he can still field a strong squad on on uh, sorry a first eleven on Thursday, but he can have those two players included. I'm sure he can. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, if it doesn't work out, then yeah, you got you can bring the other guys on from the bench. And because we're at home, no one has to travel, so mm. they can have it. We can have quite a good um, a lot of the seniors sitting there on the bench, ready to come on if need be. Um, but I think, I think, I think, you know, I think that's how we should go. But it will be, it will be a, a strong, strong lineup for sure. Um, I just like to say one thing. I know you guys kind of dismissed the Caribou Cup. I'm not, I'm not with quite with you on that, and only for the reason. Uh, because I think it will give the opportunity to even the more the even the lesser fringe players to have a have a run around, um, and it'd be nice for us to progress. Even I'm not saying we go all the way and win it, but if we can go as far as possible, you know he can he can then utilize more of the squad and they can play in that cup. And I think that'll be really good for the morale of the whole 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 club. Um, because you've got to remember one thing, you know, it's no point saying, well, yeah, like the FA Cup not really bothered about the Caribou Cup. But the point is, if we keep winning, that that winning momentum, that mentality keeps breeding and it keeps breeding. And it's good for the whole, not just for those particular competitions. So I kind of disagree yeah. with that. And I, and I think it will give more of the... We can extend the squad even further if we do progress in those competitions, for sure. Um, but yes, I agree. The focus is third league. Absolutely number one priority. Yeah. And the Europa, Europa Cup does come second. Because I'm with you, Rich. Two European trophies in... Our history is not good enough. Not for a club of ours. No. Our stature, it shouldn't be. Um, it's you know, the only it's, thing. It's the only thing that other clubs have got over us that they can always mention. You know, other fans of other clubs. They can all. They can't say anything about how many league titles we've won. They can't say anything about the no. FA Cups that we've won. But they no. can say stuff about European trophies because we haven't won enough. And to me, and you know what? I th right. And think. And I think because we've never won the elite European trophy, I think that's why we always get you know put down. Yeah, because do, yeah, you know yeah, all the do. others have done it now. Even them in Chelsea, all right, Tottenham, but Tottenham don't win anything, so that doesn't matter. They're they're a nothing team. Right, see, but yeah. you know, you know, they've all they yeah okay. But but you know, we've we've been around a lot longer uh, from a success uh, point of view, Steve. The Man City have so the emphasis comes on us. It's like yeah, but yeah. you know, as good as you know, they can talk about invincibles and they can talk about this and talk about that, and they're the record holders of the number of FA Cups. But have they won the, the elite European trophy? No, they haven't. And I think we really need to get that under our belt. And, and you know what? I think even some of the pundits who are so against us, they will change their tune a little bit because then we've done that, we've accomplished that. So it's imperative. I, I my prediction for that is we'll have that in our under under wraps within two seasons or three seasons for sure. Because once Didn't we Willian, come... Didn't Willian say that when we signed him as well? Yeah, but I'm not Willian. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he'll go strong on Thursday. He will go strong on Thursday. Yeah, no, I, I, I think, well, I, I don't think we can afford not to at this 
point in time. John says, I still remember Martin Keown in Ruben Nistelrooy's face after the penalty missed. Yeah, that's one of the most famous um, Premier League moments, isn't it? You know, in Premier League history, that everyone everyone remembers where they were when that happened. I mean, uh, unbelievable scenes that was that day. And yes, I hope Martin Keown's in the stadium actually um, on Thursday rather than the studio. Um, you know, being a pundit, I hope he's at the ground and he can greet Rude Van Nistel as he comes into the stadium and they can re- reacquaint themselves with each other after the fun and games that they had there. I mean, for me, Michael, this is this is the thing, right? On Thursday, because it is. You know, I've got nothing against PSV. You know, we haven't got a great record against them. They've knocked us out of Europe before and all this kind of stuff. And I don't like them for that reason. But I've got nothing against them as a club. But because it's Van Nistelrooy, we have to beat them just on that basis alone. Whoever he's manager of, whoever, if we play him, we've got to beat him, haven't we? We can't let him get one over us again, can we? We just can't do it. No, you know, we've, we've, he's a bit like with uh, uh, Gerard as well. You know, he's always had a good sort of record against us. So it's always good to turn any of his sides over. But yeah, Van Nistelrooy. Yeah, he's a uh, yeah piece of work, and yeah, I'm I'm, I'm sure I'm sure he'll have a hot reception um, uh, from the uh, the Arsenal fans that sit behind uh, that dugout. They're pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I think James um, is one of those uh, those that that mob that sits behind there. So um, I don't know if is he's it? there. Oh well, I know he's sure in the James chat. James, you well. you have one job, mate. You have one job. <laughs> yeah, you know, just pelters all game if you're there, mate. No, he definitely will deserve it as well. There's no doubt about that. Um, funnily enough, the uh, a little weird fact about PSV Eindhoven is we've we've previously played them three times at home in European competitions, and an Arsenal player has never ever scored a goal in in any of those games. Did you realise that we scored twice? They were both own goals by the Brazilian Alex. He, he was he scored own goals in both the two games at home that we scored in. We we drew one all. On both occasions, and it was. I know we, we beat him one nil once. Alex scored an own goal. I think two years later, we drew one all with him at the Emirates, and Alex scored an own goal in that game. So, we've never, no Arsenal players ever scored against PSV at home. We did beat him four nil away. If you remember, Gilberto Silva scored yeah. that goal in about 20 seconds, the fastest yeah. ever European Champions League goal at the time. I don't know if it still is actually, it, it might well be. Um, so, but yeah, at home, we've an Arsenal player's never scored. So, I wonder if who's going to who's going to be the first Arsenal player to score a home goal against PSV. That's going to be on Thursday. So maybe if you like betting on the first goal scorer, maybe look at that and think about the first. That'll be the first in history. That's amazing when we've played them three times at home. No Arsenal players ever scored. I just find that an amazing stat, and I, I don't think there must be any other team that we've played three times at home that an Arsenal player never scored in. There can't be anybody else ever. So that's that's amazing. Um, James says, uh, um, I've never sat behind the away dugout and abused any opposition manager or player. No, of course you haven't, James. No, no. Yeah, we, we, we would never, we would never assume that you would do such a thing. Of course. Um, is that a pig that's just flying across there? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, but we are we are relying on you on Thursday though. So you've you've got a, you've got a, as as Michael said, you've got one job to do. So Michael, <laughs> you do a good a good job there with uh, with our old friend because he deserves it. There's no doubt about that. Um, and of course, after PSV, we are back um, in the competition at the moment that we're doing quite well in. Now, I've, I've got some stats at Southampton, actually, which might not necessarily be great. Um, we've we've visited St Mary's 16 times since they obviously moved to the new stadium. Um, I mean, it doesn't sound too bad, I suppose. We've won six, drawn four and lost six. So it's not a great record. Um, and in the last six visits, we've won two, drawn one and lost three. So in recent years, it's not been quite so good. For some reason, it's one of them grounds where we do tend to struggle a little bit in. Um, we did lose last season, as we said. But they beat us in the FA Cup the season before. 
Um, we lost that game 3-2. Remember, we was unbeaten for about 25 games under Unai Emery. That was a game that we lost. We ended that run there, didn't we? So, you know, it's been one of them sort of grounds. Do you remember that 4-0 defeat there when we were top of the league on Boxing Day uh, a few years ago when, obviously, Arsene Wenger was still there? We got hammered 4-0. We never really recovered from that. So, yeah, we've had, we've had some moments. But actually, Southampton away has also... There's been some um, famous events that's happened. Um, Alan Shearer scored his first goals uh, of his career against us, a hat-trick away at Southampton in 1988. Ian Wright scored his first league goals for Arsenal, a hat-trick as well. That was in 1991. Um, Burkham scored his first goals against Southampton. That was at home, obviously. Thierry Henry scored his first goal for Arsenal away at Southampton. So there's been some really famous kind of moments. The very last game that Southampton played at the Dell was also against Arsenal as well. Um, we lost that game 3-2. Um, Letizia scored the winner in the last minute. Um, and also as well, the, the, a game against Southampton was the first game of our 49 match unbeaten run. We beat them 6-1 at Highbury. That was the first game. So there's been some, um, and also as well, uh, one that's not so good was, um, I spoke about it with Paul Davis on the show the other week. It was against Southampton, of course, when he got that ban for the uh, the Glenn Cockrell incident. So Arsenal and Southampton have had quite a few um, kind of moments, actually, in history. And whether there'll be another big moment this weekend, I'm not sure. Also, as well, of course, Southampton were the only team that we beat in the FA Cup final in 2003. Uh, the only time we've ever retained... I don't know, that's the first time we retained it. We retained it again in 2015. But that's the first time we'd ever retained the FA Cup, beating Southampton in the final. So, um, yeah, I'm not too sure if there's going to be so much drama maybe this 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 game perhaps but but we don't know um just a few players that's played for both Arsenal and Southampton we'll run through quickly obviously Theo Walcott and Alex Oxlade-Tame that we know Callum Chambers as well um and also as well Ainsley Maitland-Niles is there on loan isn't he at the moment yeah. has he been playing does anyone know I've not really been following their games too much yeah he, he came on? up he came up with something the other day he's turned around and basically he was having a whinge about saying that um they're dropping off so so what he's saying with Southampton is that they're not keeping the pressure up. They're not driving. They're not sort of um, run. Yeah, they're, they're they're getting to a point where where they're sort of you know drawing or winning or whatever you know they do, and then that uh, towards the end of the game they're dropping off, and that's how they're losing their games. So for Angie yeah. Nathan Niles to come out and whinge like that, that tells you everything you need to know. Did we do them six yeah. one? Because I, I was there. We do them six one in the FA Cup at this five nil. It was we beat them five nil in the FA Cup. Yeah, that's it. I remember Welbeck was just like on fire. He was, yeah. Yeah, Walcott we'll scored it. a hat trick that day. Actually, Welbeck scored two. Walcott scored a hat trick. Now that that was a good day. I think it was pouring down with rain, from what I remember. Um, a couple of other players that played for both clubs: Charlie George, famous Arsenal player, of course, uh, won the yeah. double. Um, and Steve Williams as well, one of my favourite Arsenal players. Uh, obviously, was at Southampton. Uh, he, he was good. Alan Ball as well. And of course, who can forget Perry Groves? Fantastic Perry Groves. He, he played briefly for Southampton when he left Arsenal as well before his injuries ended his career. So, um, yeah, some big names there. And, of course, Cedric Suarez as well, who's currently in our squad but can't get a game. He, was, of course, came from Southampton as well. And the goalkeeper, Richard Wright. Do you remember how good he was? He played for Southampton as well. Um, what a great goalkeeper he was for us, Richard Wright. So, um, fair play to him. But, yeah, there's been a few others as well in history, some older players as well. But, yeah, so Arsenal Southampton have, have crossed swords quite a lot. 104 games we've played against them. We've won 53. They've won 23. And there's been 28 draws. Um, what are we thinking then for Sunday? It's a big game, obviously. We want to bear in mind everyone else is playing a Premier League game in midweek. Um, well, Man City are because our game against them has been postponed. But everybody else is playing a Premier League game. So, um We'll still be top anyway, regardless of that, because we're four points clear, so it doesn't matter. Um, plus, Man City aren't playing. But um, 
we're going to go into that game. We'll get an opportunity to maintain our place at the top. I mean, what are you kind of thinking about? They, you know, they're your local team, aren't they, Southampton, in many ways? Um, no. so I'm sure, I'm yeah. sure you don't want them to beat us because that would be quite annoying for you. I guess. So well, my next door neighbour is a mad, mad Southampton fan. So I've been to a couple of games. So so we have got bass for them because if not, I'm going to get tagged on Facebook like nobody's yeah, there. The old person's social network. So I've listen, I've got a feeling we're going to do 3 1. I genuinely believe we're doing 3 1. Wow. Okay. I think we're going to, this new team, I think we're going to outpace them. Um, because if you, like, I always remember that um, Kashelny goal, the last minute, like handball header, whatever it was. Can't remember what game it was. That was Burnley. No, no, no. I'm oh, sorry, Burnley. No, no, no. no but also, Kishel, I remember Kashelny sort of scoring at Southampton, or maybe it's the white wine. I'm not really sure right now. Um, but he, about, he may have done. I can't remember him scoring I, at Southampton. I, I I do remember Kishelny doing something all the other that was really annoying for Southampton. I remember my neighbour wanted to put a brick through my window. Um, <laughs> he, he generally goes down and gets up Sam. Now, I, I just think, right, I just think, when we look at that team that um, James put up for um, against PSV, and, and, and don't get me wrong, like, Ruth Van Nistroy has a face I could never grow tired of slapping repeatedly. Um, you know, when we look at that team, we rotate back. I, I just I, I just got a feeling that... that I think we're going to be too much for them. I, I generally hope we're going to be too much. And I'm thinking 3-1. I genuinely think 3-1. I think we'll be too much for them. Well, 3-1 would be fantastic. Loki agrees with you, actually. Loki's gone 3-1 as well. Um, so that would be nice, wouldn't it? Um, and Loki also says, I yeah, went to the Dell a few times. Good away. There. I used to yeah. love going to the Dell. That was one of my favourite away games every season. We always seem to play them in the spring when the sun was out. Um, it always seemed to be a good game. We always seemed to score a few. I think Wrighty got a hat trick twice at the Dell, didn't he? Um, we always seemed to score a few goals here. It was always a great away day, that actually, the Dell. Um, yeah, it's funny old ground with that long, sort of lopsided stand behind the goal, wasn't it? That That's kind it, of yeah. didn't make any sense, but anyway, um, it was a, it was a nice away trip and there was a nice pub opposite the ground as well, opposite the away end, which was quite nice. Um, so 3-1, and that, that would be quite good. Neil, what are you anticipating in for Southampton? Because it, we have had problems there in the past. There's no doubt about that. We can't we can't get away from the fact that they they beat us last year, they beat us the year before in the Cup, and we, we've struggled at times. It's time for revenge then, isn't it, Rich? Well, it is. Revenge. Are we going to get revenge, though? Serve cold. So we'll do that. I think we're going to I think we're going to have a good win on Thursday. That will beef us up and give us all a lift for our ventures away. And I think we'll win 3 0. 3 0. That's a bomb. And, and you know what I'm going to go for? I'm going to go for um, uh, who will I go for scoring? Just if you need to know. I'm going to do an unusual one. I'm actually going to go Xhaka scoring the first goal for a 3 0 win. Oh, I would say the first goal, but yeah, I'll get Xhaka with a goal for that. Yeah. Xhaka I think I think goal. we'll be all right. I know I'm not saying much more, but I. I I think I think we'll I think they're both again two tough games, but because we're at home on Thursday, I think that's a little bit better than the last two that we've had where we've had back to back away games, both tricky, yeah, tricky yeah, away yeah. So I think um I think the concerns about being the players being a little bit tired will be slightly allayed because of the fact we don't have to travel on Thursday or midweek. Um and Southampton's not that far, is it really, for them? It's not a sort of major trip. So, so hopefully, um hopefully it won't be too bad. And I th I think they'll I think they'll bounce back from I think that 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 performance at Leeds will be on their minds, and I think they're going to bounce back from that in these two next game, these two next games that we got. So yeah, three 0 
Well, three 0 would be uh, would be fantastic. It would be uh, one of our biggest wins. In fact, it would be our biggest win at, at the, their new ground in the league. Anyway, uh, that's it, Mary. Since they moved there, so um, that would be good. Three um, 0 Yeah, John says there. Honestly, would be a shocker if Arsenal don't score three goals against Southampton. So everyone's confident, aren't they? I'm liking the confidence really, but um, it kind of worries me a little bit at the same time. Um, uh, Michael, what are you anticipating for Southampton? Because I say it hasn't been a great place for us in recent years, has it? We've had a few bad defeats there, actually, when we've been yeah. playing well at some times and big games we've lost. And I don't know, it's not my favourite place to be going at a time when we've just had a bigger away game that we struggled in. Yeah, um, I think they've got the youngest youngest team um, um, in the league, I think just behind ours or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Or just yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, probably on that instance could be a lot of energy... Uh, a lot of running around and, uh, you know, them trying to press. I don't think they're as good as, no one they're as good as Leeds are in terms of executing that. So no, really. if, we're, if we're remotely on it, if we're remotely on it, um, you know, just say we're in, we're in second gear against Leeds. If we're in third gear against against them, I think we'll, we'll, we'll take them apart. I'll just go back on the Leeds game. Just for example, there was, a, I think, a moment around the 29th minute where we played some amazing football and um, and uh, we got out of the press mm. and uh, I think Jesus was fouled. It went to Martinelli. He should have went on, but the ref blew up for yeah. a free kick when he should have let the play go on and the football was unbelievable. So that was just one instance. If we can keep doing that against them, we'll, 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 we'll be all right, I think. I mean, because you know, they, they beat Chelsea as well, didn't they? They've beaten Chelsea at home as well. So, yeah, did, yeah. Um, so, yeah I think it's going to be, you know, they're going to come out as usual, and they're going to try and make it difficult. But I think, uh, as Neil said, the performance against Leeds will hopefully spur them on to to put in a, a bit more of a performance. You know, probably know they've got away with one a little bit, and sure. they put in a performance. And uh, and I think we'll have too much for them, to be honest. So I'll say two 0 I won't go three. I'll go two. That one, I mean, two 0 would would be a any win would do. Let's be honest. I mean, I mean you know, one five. I do want to. I do want to see a more improved performance than yesterday, to be honest. Because you know, as we said before, we you, we can't keep playing as badly as that and get getting away with it. We may get away with it two or three times, but eventually it will catch up with us. So I want to see a, a response to that performance. I want to see. Yeah, obviously we've got Thursday night to come first, and that's a big game. We need to win that as well. Um, but certainly at Southampton back in the league, I do want to see a response to that Leeds performance and a much better game. And if and if we do play better than we did against Leeds, there's every chance we'll be able to get the right result because we've got better players than Southampton. There's no doubt about that. And you're right, Michael, they are a very young team as well, aren't they? Um, you know, they've got a lot of new players in this season as well. I've noticed from some of their games, players that I wasn't sort of recognised too much from before. So they, they've got, uh, they're in a little bit of a of a transitional kind of spell as well, you know, obviously. But Ralph's done a bit of pressure in the bottom three Southampton, aren't they, at the moment, I think, or fourth from bottom or something like that, aren't they? So they need the points yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be a tough game. There's no easy games in the Premier League. Let's be honest, whatever it is, especially away from home. Um, I want to see that. I want to see that response though from from the Leeds game. And I say, if, if we play well um, or anywhere near our, our well we can play, then I'm, I'm sure we will win. Um, and if we do, then we're going to enjoy another week at the top of the league, aren't we? Um, which is going to be nice because that's you know at the moment great, isn't it? And that's why I thought yesterday was good when um you know. One, I wanted Liverpool to beat Man City, but for one reason, because of the obviously they were the only unbeaten team left, and we always like everybody to lose a game, don't we? It's our, it's our little thing that yeah. we like to celebrate. But also as well because what it means is that because the gap's four points, 
And because everyone was playing in midweek and we're not, and it, it, we can stay top. That's what I wanted us to be able to stay top a little bit longer, regardless of whether we win or lose. We can still stay top. That's what I liked. So I was quite pleased at Liverpool. I think, though, though, Rich, just a quick one on that. It's really nice to see that Tommy Ashu got Salah out of his pocket and gave him back to um, Liverpool, really. Yeah, he did. Yeah, really? and, and he scored a goal. Yes, yeah, it was nice of him to do that, actually, just to give him back for the day. Uh, that was nice. And um, John says there, Southampton are lacking the finishing off games. They're a young team uh, with Wall Prowse as their most senior experience. But yeah, he's a great player, Wall Prowse, actually, isn't he? So what we mustn't do is we mustn't give free kicks away any, anywhere near the penalty area because he can smash them in the top corner on a regular basis, can't he? So he's a good player. But I mean, from what I've seen of Southampton, I haven't watched them that much this season. And they do seem as though, you know, they are a young team. They do play yeah. some nice football, but yeah, maybe they, they haven't got the, the finishing touch. They, they may be missing that Brojo they had last season who's gone back to Chelsea. I think they may be missing him up front and that's maybe their issue, but um, you know, hopefully that means that we can go there and win, which is what we need to do. And I'm confident we will. I mean, everyone seems pretty confident. I think yeah. we'll win. I'm going to go... Um, See, I quite like the 3-1 actually that's been going around. I quite yeah. like that. I might go with that as well, actually. I kind of quite fancy a 3-1. So we did win 3-1 in the league a couple of years ago, didn't we? So um, Saka got one in that game. So I think Saka might score again. You know, you said Saka's going to score, Neil. When was the last time Saka scored in an away game, actually? Because he normally scores at home, doesn't he? I can't remember him scoring away from home very often. That's why I, I went for him. So I want him to break his duck away. He, he deserves it after he's played so well. No, no, he does. I mean, he's, he's playing really well. There's no doubt about it. He, yeah. he maybe wasn't so good yesterday, but everyone was... Yeah, but I don't... I, I think... I think I think I think all of them weren't on the on their game yesterday. No. They, they, I mean, Ramsdale was great, of course. Um, yeah, and Gabriel was probably the better of the of the two central defenders. But they were all having a bit of an off game. But you know, end of the day, I'll take an off game and we still win because, as I said before, every team and every individual goes through off games for a whole season. Like they all go through a purple patch. Great teams go through their purple patches yeah. as well. And we always tend to struggle. I don't know what it is. Like you said earlier, November's always been our kind of bad mm. month yeah um, and it's it's why why it's this time of the year i don't know but um you know if we just get cold. through it, they it, don't could like be, the cold. it could be but if they can get through that for it with wins and then you know then we hit our purple patch god help the rest of the league and all the other competitions we're in so i'm gonna Barcelona, we're gonna batter them <laughs> I'm tell, i'll tell you what right if we're gonna have a spe- i'm gonna put my own little podcast up i'm gonna teach everybody how to swear in spanish so when, when they come to the emirates when we get them I'm going to teach you monumental songs in Spanish that that maybe can't be put on the podcast because we'll get um, kind of you know whatever edited out. I'm just you, don't, you don't think you two can speak Spanish? No, well, they can, but I won't do it on this podcast. But yeah, seriously, I'll, oh, say, really mean, right, yeah, okay. I'll teach everybody <laughs> sweary songs in Spanish. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. No, and if if you swear in Spanish, it's probably okay because most people won't understand it, so we'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we just have to be a bit careful. And uh, Mark says, uh, "Who's our one lost to?" That was Man United, wasn't it? That's the team that we've lost to this season. That Man United game where did we, we lose lost to them. It. Did we really lose some? I don't think we did. No. Well, unfortunately, the, the as you said about in a hundred years' time, that the Leeds result will stay one 0 to Arsenal, and in a hundred years' time, that Man United result will still stay three one to Manchester United, whether we deserve to lose or not. Unfortunately, that's what happened in that game. Um, I think Joan just answered that question. Jacka's last away goal. Crystal Palace. That was a free kick. Yeah, I remember that. Um, it finished two two that game, though, James, because um, we were went up a Bamiang squad, and then they got a, they got a penalty right at the end, didn't they? Which Jacka gave away actually, funnily enough. But he was playing centre back in that game. I think he was, or he certainly played centre back for a part of that game, and he gave away a penalty. Um, James said a Bamiang. Now Bamiang got sent off a Crystal Palace the season after. 
Um, it, we, we did draw that game one all. He scored a barrier and then he got sent off for some foul that he shouldn't have been sent off for. Um, that was that would have been actually just after Arteta had taken over. Uh, that was one of his first games, wasn't it? In his first four or five games, that that one you're thinking of when he got sent off. The one that Jack had scored was a two-two draw under Unai Emery when he caught that free kick and then gave away a penalty. Um, but yeah, that was one of them twenty-two game unbeaten run. It was part of that run, wasn't it? That that game. It was actually that was his last. It probably was his last away goal. I remember him scoring one at Hull in his first season from about twenty-five yards in the top corner. I was at that game. That was good. Um, but yeah, most of his goals come at home, don't they? For some reason, um, just maybe. Uh, he's, he maybe tries to shoot more at home. I don't know. But yeah, it'd be nice to get one away from home again, wouldn't it? For uh, for Xhaka. But as long as we win, uh, it doesn't matter who scores, does it? Maybe Saka again. He's on a good run, isn't he? Um, he might pop up with another goal. Jesus needs one. Jesus needs a goal. <laughs> yeah, he probably does need a goal. I mean, I think, um, you know, anybody needs a goal. If we if we, if we we draw in nil-nil or we're losing, then anyone needs a goal. They all need a goal, don't they, to get us back in the game. But, yeah, we'll see. But, yeah, let's hope we can win. Um, James says there, no, he scored in the 1-1 because it was just after he smashed a free kick against Newcastle, just before it. He was on a run of bending free kicks in. James, you need to check that because he definitely scored in a 2-2 draw and he gave away a penalty. And a Bamiyang scored in a 1-1 draw that you're thinking Rich, of. When a how, do you, how do you feel about the talk of um, Shaka getting new contracts? Well, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, Jacko, he should be—he should be captain. He should be um, everything. He should be, you know, play centre forward. He should play goalkeeper. Oh, uh, everything. Give, uh, give him whatever yeah. he wants. Give him whatever he wants. Let him stay forever because I think he deserves it because he's brilliant and I love him. So yeah, give him a contract, definitely, one hundred percent. Wouldn't you then? Oh I'm not, yeah, I've got no doubts about it. For me, like he has redeemed himself back in the eyes of the fans. Like I still, I've still got that little bit of reticence, the fact that when he threw his top down, right? I've got no problems with him telling fans to f off who were doing horrible, saying horrible things about his family and all that. But mm. to throw to throw the club top down, is, I, I don't know, I don't know what it is. It's just just me being a sentimental old man. Loving the Arsenal, you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, but you see, you, you, you should understand that, Steve, you know, because obviously your, your Latin temperament that you've got, that's the sort of thing that you would do in those circumstances. You I would never, I, I, mate, I'd never, I'd never desecrate the um, flag of the person that's paying my mortgage. So that would never <laughs> happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would be throwing shoes at the fans. Don't get me wrong. I'd be throwing shoes at them and, and water bottles, everything that goes with it. No, I, I think, I think that player has stepped up to the mark. He's yeah. proved who he yeah. is. Like, you know, we've got, we've got to understand. And, and what sealed it for me was against Liverpool and, and Henderson and the supposed uh, comments that went on is seeing him fighting for the yeah. team and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Then you realise, I, I, I didn't know the man. I, I don't know him. I don't know him personally. He's welcome to come on. By the way, um, Jamie, <laughs> yeah, you, you know who I'm going to go with now. Yeah, so, so Jamie O'Hara, looking fat in tweed, big man. I was looking at you on Sky. Jamie O'Hara, you look fat in tweed. It's not good for you, mate. You know, single colours for you. Um, anyway, so, uh, but but the fact of the matter is, is is, is that guy, that I, I think Jacker has turned it around. I think he is one of the hearts of the fans again. He, you can see he's loving his football. He's playing absolutely amazing football right now. Why, why not give it? Why not give him that contract? Let's see at the end of his career. Martinelli wants a contract. He wants to play for Arsenal forever. Like, you know, forever. Yeah. He's actually come out and said that. Like, like so, give that guy what he needs. Give that guy what he needs to to, to kind of stay in there. Sack of the same. He's bought a new box. You know, I mean, to have the money at twenty odd years. Oh yeah, I'm buying an executive box at the Emirates and stuff. So it's so so it just things are going in the right place. So I think for Jacker, I think it's um, 
for, for sticking with it because most, you, you, you know, and I've said it before and I know I've said it on our chat, Ian Wright turned around and said, I know some great players that really want to come to Arsenal, um, you know, when we're in the Champions League. Well, tell you what, whoever you are, go away. I'm not interested. I want players that want to come to Arsenal. To get us in the Champions League. They, 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 should be, they should be there to get us in the Champions League. Yeah. That's what I have to come for. Love the badge. Love the club. Be part of the project. Move it forward. Yeah. And yes, we'll pay you the money and, and all that. I totally understand that. I think we've lost Neil. Um, but but look, look, you know, the bottom line is be there because you want to be part of the club. You want to be what's going on, the whole part of it. Don't be because you want to be champions. And I don't care if they're mercenary or don't care. You're not the people. that We don't want you. We no, don't no. want you. I think what what we need what we need to be doing at the moment is we need to be keeping this group of players together and adding to it, not yeah. letting players go. If they want a contract, give them a contract, extend yeah. the contracts that they've got, try and keep this group together and then add extra quality to it and let's see where we can go. I mean, for me, Jack is so important that he'd be the first player I'll give a contract to because he's so important to this team at this moment in time. Yeah. He really is so important. And you, you don't want to, you, you can't afford to let your most important players go. We don't have a lot of experience really in the squad and he's got that and he brings it. So, yeah, I, I, it was a no-brainer for me. I would give him a contract straight away. And make sure that we keep him. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's been it's been another a good week for Arsenal. It's been it's been a week where we've kind of quite enjoyed a little bit of this. Making a bit of a comeback, isn't it? The one 0 to the Arsenal. You know, two two one nil away wins in a week where um, you know we haven't played that well, and we've we've scraped them through. We like that. It's, it's it's Arsenal stuff, isn't it? It's what we've we've built our history on stuff like that. So it's it's good. We do enjoy it, a bit of that. John in the chat there says Jamie O'Hara is jealous of Arsenal. He's jealous of anyone who looks good in Tweed. Quite clearly, um, hey, I look amazing in Tweed. I'll tell you what. We play Barcelona. If we play Barcelona. I'm telling everybody <laughs> right now. I will come on here in Tweed and I will teach you to swear in Spat, not in here, in a different channel, but I'm going to come on in Tweed. That's what I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm coming on in Tweed. Yeah, well, that would be great. We look forward to that. Should, should that be the case? Um, Loki says that Harry Kane has failed his 11 plus after taking seven weeks for one 12 page book reading for CBB's bedtime story. I saw him read that actually. I, I did laugh. I did think that was hilarious actually. Him reading bedtime stories. It was, it was quite funny, wasn't it? Um, but yeah, it's the only thing he's going to. He's going to be doing that's any significance uh, this year, and that includes the World Cup, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, so it's been another good week for Arsenal. Two narrow wins against the odds and against uh, um, you know against the performance that we put in, quite honestly. But we we won two games again, top of the league, top of the Europa League group. Um, it's it's a good time, isn't it, at the minute to be an Arsenal fan? And you know, um, it's not always going to be plain sailing. I'm sure. Um, there's going to be a few bumps in this road as we go through the season, but we certainly enjoy it at the moment and long may it continue. And I'm kind of starting to, the only thing is I'm getting used to us being top of the league. Now. I'm quite, I'm quite enjoying it. I like seeing the league table every week and it's like, I'm going to be quite disappointed when we're not there anymore. And You're not going to be disappointed because happen. we're always going to be here for the rest of the season. Stop it. Oh, well, I hope you're right because I don't, I don't know how I'm going to be able to cope with us not being top anymore. Because you I'm don't really have to worry about it, Rich. We're going to stay <laughs> Are you really wrapping, now? I'm okay. We are wrapping I'll, I'll, the league I'll, up by the end of March. It'll be ours. <laughs> wow, that, that would be good, wouldn't it? Can't we wrap up a bit earlier than that? Because that's you no, know, no, no. I want to keep you just a little bit worried for a little longer. That's, that's too long to wait for me. And James, <laughs> James agrees with you. James has gone champions as well. Um, there we go. And John says, yeah, "How many players have left Arsenal <laughs> ended up as as bench war? Well, yeah, quite a few. Cleb, Cleb um, is one. It's a straight. Anybody says that, Cleb and Barcelona, we're waiting for you. Come on." <laughs> 
Come on, we're waiting for <laughs> I think I think what I'm enjoying more about us being top is the the uh watching all the various media. forms of the media just lose their minds and yeah. every week Absolutely. change the narrative. You know, mm-hmm. um like when we lost to United um and we played really, really well, and Roy Keane was like, Well, it doesn't it doesn't matter about performance. Yeah, yeah, it matters about the result. Arsenal yeah. have put in a bad performance to get the result. Oh no, that's a really bad performance for Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Well, you know, do you know what I mean? So I'm loving it. I'm, I'm, you know, we're keeping all the receipts and yeah. Yeah, come May, let's uh, let's just show them. And um, that's, yeah. that's the same Roy Keane that was laughing about the fact that he broke Harlan's father's leg. Yeah, that yeah. same guy when Did when you? they got battered, absolutely overrun. You know, uh, in a sort of, so so yeah, no, totally agree with you, mate. The narrative changes. Oh, well, they haven't really played anybody that's big. Oh, it's not a Tottenham team that's doing that well. Oh, Liverpool. Yeah, Liverpool was yeah. in bad form, yeah. Yeah, Liverpool in bad form. You know, sorry, pal. You know, yeah. sorry, mate. What, 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 what can you do? You know, what, what? Oh, it's a terrible, terrible against Leeds. Leeds well, never, won. ever in our history have we ever won nine of our first ten league games in the top flight, ever. We yeah. did it once in Division Two. That was in 1903, 1904. So, and that was in Division Two. We've never done it in the top flight before. And at the end of the day, we've played ten teams. There's there's only twenty teams in the league. So we've played nearly half of them. We've played more than half of them because we only play. You know, you only play nineteen games half. We played more than half the games after teams. So you know, we've not played anybody yet apart from half the Premier League. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. And we're top. So, yeah, I'm enjoying it as well. That's a good point, Michael, actually. I must admit, I, I don't really listen too much to the media and the pundits. I really don't because they just do me anything. They talk nonsense and they don't like Arsenal, never have done. Yeah. Um, but it is good that they are squirming a little bit now. And, uh, you know, the longer this goes on, the more they're going to be squirming, aren't they? Because the, the closer we might get to actually winning something big, they're going to hate it, aren't they? It's going to be it's going to be even better for us. You know, the media have always been against us. You know, George Graham used to say all the time, didn't he, in his team talks, you know, the media against us. <laughs> and now it's going to be even better now, probably, because there's so much more media attention in football. There's so much more negativity about Arsenal yeah. from the media yeah, and the yeah. referees and the, the other fans, everybody. And it's just going to be fans. If we if we actually won the Premier League, I actually think I would. that would be it for me. I wouldn't care if I die the next day. That would be it. We've won the Premier League and finally after 20 years or whatever it'll, look, it'll almost be 20 years, won't it? So um, it'd be amazing that. And, I, you know, if we do it, then that'd be great. I'm not quite sure yet if this is our season, but I know Neil's convinced so we'll we'll go along with it. Um, Loki says to Steve there, a good Barcelona story. My niece played uh, their roller hockey team last week. They're in a tournament, lost 9-0 Barca gave her a full kit and treated them really well. Oh, there you go. You see, Barca aren't that bad, Steve, are they? So, you know. Hey, listen, listen, hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out on that one, time out. So, <laughs> so my family from the south of Spain, we can't stand them, right? We cannot stand them. It's no, that's like, fair enough. That's yeah, fair whatever. Fair. But at the end of the day, listen, when they come to the Emirates, we're going to beat them. It's just as simple as that. When we, go to, the, we go to New Camp, we're going to beat them. Uh, yeah, yeah let's, hope so. let's hope so. There's, there's no hope about Rich. Be positive. There's no, no, no we haven't. We don't even know if we've been playing them yet, do we? We won't even play them yet because Mate, you know they're coming. They're coming into Europa League. You know, listen, they're coming into our. Well, gonna, they might well be coming into it, but we might not get to play. And they might get knocked out by someone else first. Who knows? Who yes. Knows? Well, you know. So, so listen, we are going to beat Barcelona. Should should we face Europe? You heard it here first. I'm teaching everybody how to swear in Spanish, and I'm wearing tweed. That's what I'm saying. Well, that would be good. We look forward to that. Actually, just you and Sweden would be, would be enough right. for me, really. So that would be that would be that would be enough. Loki says that she played Atletico and Andelex as well. Like uh, I bet they didn't. I bet they didn't treat them as well, did they? They're, them two clubs, because you know Barcelona are 
a little bit different. But anyway, uh, we understand Steve's got his own reasons not to like Barcelona. That's fair enough. Um, James says there, if two Barcelona players um, uh, spat up a wall, I would not watch to see you trickle down first, unlike the mighty Arsenal. Well, you know, I, I don't really like Barcelona myself, I've got to be honest. Uh, John says, pundits on Sky Sports, TalkSport, etc. are pro City, United, Liverpool, uh, and they hate Arsenal doing what they're doing. Yeah, they're, they're pro Spurs as well, actually. Don't forget that. Oh, they, 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 all love, they all love a bit of Spurs, don't they? Every single one of them. They just love well, them. Well, and it's true what John said. A lot of them played against the mighty Invincibles and got embarrassed every time they yeah. played against them as well. Especially yeah. Danny Mills, who, who, who goes to sleep. Before he goes to sleep, we all know what he dreams about. Getting up in the gallery in that corner flag in at Highbury. We know, we know that's what he does. And Carragher um, as well. When You know, when Henri... I mean, how many times did Henri just run around Carragher like he wasn't there? Do you remember yeah. that game at Anfield in the FA Cup yeah, when he out-sprinted yeah. him? He was about 30 yards behind him, got yeah. the ball and scored. And that one, obviously, yeah. at Highbury when, you know, that, that yeah. solo goal he scored against Liverpool and he left Carragher on his arse. I mean, it's Carragher's never, never gotten over that, has he, ever? He just how, doesn't. How fabulous. How, I mean, yeah. Long may continue. Keep yeah. going. Keep going. Like, yeah, Jason Cundy as well. Get over yourself. You All of them. There's a lot of them, yeah. I mean, I don't listen to them, but I know they hate Arsenal. So oh, I love it. I love it. Who's the ginger one? Who's the ginger one on driveline who's got really fat recently? Like, and that's not Jamie O'Hara. Um, who's a Peterborough fan? Adrian Durham. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Adrian Durham. Is he still on there, is he? Is he still going? Yeah. yeah. He's an idiot. I, yeah. I think he's a closet Arsenal fan. I genuinely think he's a closet Arsenal well, fan. Well, he always used to talk about Arsenal, didn't he, on the show? Yeah. Yes, you have apparently, an Last time on this his family are Arsenal fans. I think oh, his are wife, they? His oh, wife oh. and his kids are all Arsenal fans, so they must, they must give it to him, and, he, and that's why he's He's welcome it. to come on the podcast anytime he wants, because I will tear a new one. He I'll used to have a section on, the, on his show, when I used to listen to it years ago, something, it used to be like the Arsenal thing or something, didn't it? He used to always have some discussion about Arsenal in a negative way. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, so I'll stop listening to him after that. I just feel anybody out there knows Adrian Durham and Jamie O'Hara, they're welcome to come on. They're welcome to come on because I will tear Durham a new one. <laughs> seriously, he will, and I'll be wearing a tweed suit, so you might think it's Jamie O'Hara. I'm not a fan, uh, but there you go. So, like he says, uh, Danny Mills, uh, half of Middlesbrough, yeah, that was it, wasn't it? It was Middlesbrough he's playing for, and City wasn't he the one when we did that funny little penalty up against Man City, wasn't it? Was it him that started? Shouting and going mad. Was that Danny Mills or was that someone else? Do you remember that? When Robert Perez and Terry yeah. tried that penalty? Yeah, yeah I was there. Croix, I was there. Was it? That was Danny Mills, wasn't it? It was, yeah, was it yeah. going mental, wasn't it? At the referee yeah. and stuff. Where it would get him sent off now. Well, what are you doing? <laughs> you can't get sent off for taking a penalty. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was funny. Yeah. But yeah, there's some strange stuff going on anyway. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, been a, it's been a great week for Arsenal again. We are still top of the league and we're enjoying it. It's another big week though. We need two more wins and then it'll be it'll be fun and next week as well. John says exactly uh, what has Mills, O'Hara, Candy achieved. Well, they haven't achieved anything. All, all they're famous for is, is talking nonsense on the radio. That's all they're famous for. They're not famous for their football career, are they? Although we, we've kind of remembered Danny Mills for being for getting mugged off by Thierry Henry. But other than that, we don't remember what he did in his career, do we? Um, but I, I can't remember Jamie O'Hara playing, actually. Uh, or Jason Cundy, really. I can't. Yeah. I, I know they did. I don't really remember anything that they played. did in their career. Jason Cundy actually played. He played for Chelsea, didn't he, at one time? Yeah, I know that's not really playing. No, about three games for them yeah, when they were when they were like in Division Two or something. I mean, I, I don't remember anything about any of those lot. Um, James says there, um, Jamie O'Hara and Adrian Durham. <laughs> oh, he's he's gone back down to spitting down a wall thing. Yeah, okay, we, we get your point, James. Yeah, well done. Um, James, and, yeah, 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 we, we, we get the point. Yeah, good. Okay. Um, so yeah, we if that happens, we'll um, we'll let you watch it and uh, you can let us. Uh, 
no way you got on. Um, anyway, that, that was that was fun, wasn't it? It's always a fun show when we're top of the league. Steve, I think you're right for joining us. You're back tomorrow, aren't you? Actually, with uh, with your mate Adam. Mate, have I got some socials for tomorrow? So, so is Adam and I going to be on? We're going to have a little chat. We're going to look at some statistics. Do my usual. I have got some stunners. Like it involves wasps. It involves strikers. It involves football. It involves not Jason Cundy, but Jamie O'Hara, the fat bloke in Tweed. Um, and then we, we, we're we going to be the usual banner. We're going to go on the socials. We're going to be ripping a new yeah. one. I'm going to be drinking way too much on a whole load of um, cold and flu medicine. So I'll be tripping off my tits um, and generally just sort of go for it tomorrow. So Adam and I, we're doing the socials. We're getting into it. Please come along and um, we'll try and be nice. But I can't. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to continue on the Barcelona thing. That's my thing. That it's got. No, no, that, that, that's that's fine. I mean, that sounds like. I mean, you sold that show pretty well, actually. It sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. So, tune in for that eight o'clock tomorrow. Steve and Adam um, ripping up the socials, which is what we like to see. Um, it's going to be good. Um, so that'll be that. It's, um, Neil as well. Great to see you again, my friend. Um, oh, thank you as always. Thank you. Always an honour and a pleasure. And good to see Michael back on. So that was nice. It makes it makes a little bit of change. We miss Melvin, but. Good to have a little bit of a change and yeah great points again from michael but richard steve michael thank you for having me on and i've enjoyed it thoroughly and come on come on indeed and michael uh, good, good to see you again um melvin couldn't be here tonight He's, he was a uh, um, uh, uh, something he'd already had planned before so we've let him off we've given him a night off for a change um but we a great replacement in michael um just um obviously you've got your own little channel going now haven't you just um give that a little plug as well yeah, thanks. Uh, for, uh, thanks for having me on. Um, it's been great. I know. You, I know we've I've sort of missed out with the kids uh, running around yeah. and being awake and what have you. <coughs> no, thanks for having me on tonight. It's great to chat to you guys. Uh, yeah, Arsenal above all. Um, yeah, I think six episodes in and uh, going well. You know, thanks for all the support that you guys have given me and the mentions you give me in your individual shows as well. And uh, yeah, got a show tomorrow. I'm going to have my my man there at the bottom corner. Uh, Neil Knight Rider Shah, um, he's going to be involved in it, and um, yeah, going to be obviously talking, touching some of the points that you've made tonight. Good, great points you've made tonight, and uh, obviously looking forward uh, to what's to come. And uh, yeah, so it's been it's been good. I've enjoyed it, uh, and just uh, again, as as we've asked at the top of the table, you know, hopefully it will continue <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> Exactly, yeah, that is definitely what we want to see a bit more of. And um, I say, if you haven't checked out Michael's channel, please go and um, go there. Maybe to, what, what time is the show tomorrow? Um, I, I I record it and then I, I release it ah. afterwards. So it probably be it will probably drop around ten o'clock, and then you know people just pick it up um, once they see it in the ah, room okay. or whatever. But, well, uh, I mean, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I will be eventually going down a live stream route uh, uh, eventually, and. Um, once I get once I get the confidence to do it, and uh, and uh, but uh, but yeah, um, no need yeah. confidence, mate. You mate, just need a bottle of wine and a smash. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe going down that way. Yeah, so yeah, I might I might do that soon. Um, funny enough, and then uh, uh but uh, yeah, at the moment, just recording it and then just uh, downloading and releasing it. Well, I mean, what a perfect night there. So tomorrow night, you can watch Stephen Adams show at eight o'clock, and then after that's finished, you can go and catch up with Michael's show on. Uh, on Michael's channel as well. What a great night of Arsenal chat that will be. So Why wouldn't do you that do tomorrow. that? Why wouldn't you do something like that? I can't think of any reason not to. But, I'm watching know. Michael tomorrow. I'm, I'm, in fact, I'm going to be on my podcast streaming Michael. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing tomorrow. That's that. That's yeah. that.
It's the thing. We'll do that. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, but that, what a great Tuesday night we've got. There is lined up in now, you know, brilliant stuff. So, you know, forget forget TV, forget Netflix and all that rubbish, right? Watch the, what's the podcast, the Arsenal podcast, because that, that's the best thing that you can do with your Tuesday Nothing evening. better in your life. Come on, cough syrup and white wine. It's the best thing ever. Yeah, it seems to be. It definitely seems to be. Um, John says there, thanks, Les. Good night. Or bring on PSV. Yeah, bring on PSV indeed. Um, uh, on uh, I'll be back on Wednesday for the women starting the Champions League against um, Leon away. That's going to be a tough game. Tough game uh, yeah. That's um, eight o'clock kickoff. So we'll go live for that one about quarter to eight, um, and that'll be the watch along on Wednesday. Thursday, the Europa League watch along. Watch along's coming out of our ears at the minute. Obviously, that's going to be on Thursday nights. So that's going to be good. Um, so please join me for that. Uh, six o'clock kickoff. That actually, which is a bit mad. Yeah. So we'll be going live about quarter to six for that. Friday, we've got the women's show on. Loads of stuff coming up, and then obviously Sunday. Sunday, they've, they've done me over again. Yesterday, I had to do two watch-alongs, you know, on the same day. On Sunday, it's going to be the Arsenal women start at 12 o'clock and then the men's kick off at 2 o'clock. So, it's literally one straight into the other. I don't even get a break for a cup of tea. It's madness. What are they doing? These fixtures. You love it, Rich. You love You're going to have to pee in a bottle, mate. You have to pee in a bottle. That's what you're going to have to do, mate. Well, I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to find some way of getting around it because it's it's a mad Sunday. But it's going to be fun. If we win, if we win all the games, I don't care. Like yesterday, we won them both, so it was fine. I was stressed out, and I, you know, I couldn't breathe for about three hours afterwards because the stress. But it was it was worth it. Um, John says, "Hey, Michael, what's your channel on YouTube called? Just give it another shout again." Uh, it's called Arsenal Above All. Uh, Arsenal thanks, John. Arsenal Bubble, John. So definitely, definitely uh, check out that. If you like our channel, you'll definitely like that as well. So give that a watch as well. Quality, quality, quality conversations on that Absolutely. One. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Definitely, definitely good stuff. Um, so, yeah, so this has been over and over and over again, the Arsenal review. Um, we've won 1-0 a couple of times, which is nice. Hopefully a few more wins to come um, between now and the World Cup. Don't forget to tune in for Steve's show tomorrow. The uh, social with Adam, that is always good fun. Definitely check that out. You'll enjoy that as well. Um, and I'll see you Wednesday for the women um, in the Champions League. There is Champions League football at Arsenal already. It's, it's the women. So get behind them because they deserve it. They're doing well at the moment. 100% record in the league as well. So that's on Wednesday. And of course, the Europa League as well on Thursday. Game after game at the minute. What fun it is. And Arsenal winning them all. We're just winning them all. Well, the lot, everything is good fun, isn't it? Um, so join us for all of that. And we'll see you soon. Thank you very much to Steve, as always, and his bottle of wine. Thank you very much to Neil, of course, as always, with his champions in <laughs> name tag. And, of course, Michael as well. Um, definitely check out Michael's channel as well. And we will see you very, very soon. In the meantime, of course, as always, come on, you gunners. Come on. Man! <laughs> I love that. Thanks. Gabriel Martinelli. It's now with Granit Xhaka. Is it going to be the third goal? It is the third goal. Granit Xhaka with it. That seals it.